Welcome to the Was It Good Though podcast. We'll be bringing raw and unfiltered energy for each movie and TV show that we will be reviewing. Just think of it as turning your movie group chat into a podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jazz. I am Jason. And man, per usual, I got some house rules I want to run through with you. So let's get started. One, we will be spoiling this review. So if you haven't seen it, you haven't watched it, please stop. Go check it out and then come listen to this review. Number two, please like, share, subscribe. Let your friends know. Let your church members know. Let your family know what we are doing over here at the Was It Good Though podcast. Number three, have fun. We just kicking shit, having fun with my friends. That's what we do. And last but not least, this is not a kid-friendly podcast. So if you're watching with your kids, that's something on you that has nothing to do with us. Let's get to this review. Damn. This ain't like I ain't. Always late. I appreciate that. When it appreciate comes to it. the background. Oh yeah, yeah. I still don't appreciate it. Either way you either way you're trying to cook this up. I mean, was I, I lying? Act, I ain't asked you though, did I? But Hell was no. I lying? It's all about was there any lies? You know, sometimes I mean Cat Williams lied, but we, we let this slide. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What's good, people? This is the What's It Good Though podcast, the podcast about movies and TV shows. I am one of your hosts. I am Jason. And I am Jazz. Welcome to our realm. We're about to get that, uh, get some fiction popping. We better get some, better get some fiction popping. What, what, as, as Chad Johnson would say, Ocho Cinco. That is not the proper way to say 85 in Spanish, by the way, people. That is eight five put together. I don't know why he did it that way, but it is what it is. But yes, Jazz. Um, I think the movie that we're doing today, I thought about it and I've come to a conclusion that if I was to write a movie, it probably would be like this. Um, I think it it would probably be something something along the lines. Cause you know, I don't necessarily like well, I like a resolution at the end, but it doesn't have to just don't leave me with a cliffhanger. You know, if I, unless I know what's coming, what's happening. If you don't know, based on our backgrounds, what we're talking about today, American fiction. Yes, episode 85. Ooh, we're 15 away from 100, Jason. 15 away from 100, man. Uh, are you feeling it? Are, are you feeling this right now? Are, are you? Are, can can you tell the difference from one to 85? Oh. Do you see the? Do you see the? Do you see the progress? I mean, the biggest thing that I can definitely see is not too much yelling these days, <laughs> like it was, you know, during those first couple of couple of weeks of the pod. It, man, I, I don't even like to go back to episode one. I just be like, yo, I was wild. <laughs> but that's growth to be able to see things that you went through and, you know, that you was doing. You just like, you know what? I was wilding. But I mean, was I, though? I feel like it was probably a reason, but the mm-hmm. delivery could have been differently. <clears throat> It could have it could have been warranted, you know what I'm saying? We still do a little bit of yelling and still going, but it, it's not as argumentative in it now. Um, it definitely can tell it's more of a, a friendship, camaraderie, brother, sister, love you, you know, friendship type situation. So yeah, I appreciate that. Um, 
when it comes to it, like I said, the growth, everything that we've had, and like I said, to to I guess to more um in this. But American fiction, man, this was this was an interest. And if you haven't seen it, don't know what it's about. I mean, it's about a young man or older man. Um, I guess we could say struggling writer. Is you know what is is monk monks a struggling writer and he he's dealing with a lot of a lot of back a lot of uh backdrop stuff that we we kind of get kind of get the picture to as we we get this story. We definitely do, and I would say he seems to be one of those writers to where he's not dropping anything consistently or as often as maybe the people around him, since mm -hmm. they, funny enough, continue to remind him of <laughs> <laughs> the last time he released the book. I counted about three to four characters that was just like, uh, when was the last time you wrote a book? <laughs> but it seemed like he had a lot of unresolved personal issues. Mm, mm. And I think like after this opening scene, Monk needs to get a lawyer. I mean, excuse me, a therapist. He needs Both. a therapist. He needs, um, what is that? A park a counselor. Um, he needs a spiritual yeah. advisor. <laughs> it's 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 a few things. It's a few things that that I think Monk uh, was needing. But we, like you said, Jazz, opening scene. Monk, we see he's a. I'm assuming he's a teacher. He's a teacher. He's in the classroom setting. Um, and of course, on the board is the artificial nigger. Hard ER. Yeah. Um, but one of his students, and I, you know, I know people don't like to classify students, but it's a white student who is who is disturbed by the words on the on the board. Jazz, what, what do you think about this? So, uh, and I was going to try to think of the best way to go about this opening scene for mm -hmm. this episode, because obviously the type of class that they are in. It reminded me of when I went to school because I took an African-American course in college and the teacher immediately the first day of class let us know the kind of dialogue which would be said. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that you cannot handle, switch your class. He let us know that immediately. So I'm thinking to my mind, this is not your first day of class. And her outrage may be genuine, but maybe also misplaced because if the other Black students did not find any kind of offense because of the type of dialogue and conversation that would be going around speaking this word they didn't find they wouldn't find offense so why are you pushing so much on it like you mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable seeing it do you feel like this was a case of um i guess misplaced outrage of when you're angry about something that doesn't really isn't under your umbrella man with, yeah you can continue if you had something else with that it feel like you no, no, no no go ahead okay so i I don't think it was misplaced anger. I think it's just the way of the world today. Like people can just be offended by whatever it is. And you being the leader, the superior person in the room, you have to kind of respond to it. So you have to. Monk didn't handle it properly. I, I I don't feel. But within that situation, I think it's, it's, it's to redirect it to that person, which I feel at that point, if he could have handled it as an adult, as the teacher, as the leader in that room, he could have been able to express or say whatever it is but i'm gonna kick it back to you and i'm gonna say why is it that well first before i before i say this i want to i want to preface this statement by saying i i hope that people don't think that we are against any other race i'm just for mine and i'm going to speak for it before i speak for anything else so why is it that it seems 
in these moments, I have to tiptoe around a white person in what the hell I want to talk about, what the hell I want to do, because white excellence isn't a bar for me. It's not even uh, it's not even something I'm striving to try to be. So why is it that I have to think about, oh, my God, the white people going to feel the way about what I got going on? I'm not shucking and jiving for you. I'm talking about whatever it is I want to talk about. And if if now if jazz is offended or it's something I'm doing and me and you tapping the conversation, you'd be like, hey, can you come? OK, cool. But it's not because what the fuck setting I'm in in that situation, unless it's just, you know, unless it's like it's just like about I mean, I guess within that it's more about a respect thing um when it comes to it but no i'm not fit to dim or cut down what i'm doing because a white person may think or feel a way about something that i have going on and i find that to be very interesting because if you look at american history that's taught in schools it's mm. very watered down <laughs> a lot and so Lies. i remember <laughs> yeah it, it's a lot of falsehood in a lot of those things but it's one of the things where it's just like we're talk we're having a factual conversation about something about um possibly what this book was or since I'll use my example American history don't mm. sugarcoat anything for me please don't because i remember i had a conversation in our discord chris was mentioning how uh the killers of the flower moon he saw the movie and he saw the book and he didn't appreciate the book because it left out so many things or he didn't appreciate the movie because it left out so many things from the book Mm -hmm. And so after seeing that movie, I went to go check out the book. You did. And yeah, there was, <laughs> it was, it was just like, okay, I see what y'all are trying to do, but this is based on a true story. These are people's actual events that happened within their tribe. Don't sugarcoat anything for me. Cause our history is not a pleasant one. It's one that is, Obviously, certain situations, people try to repeat the things of our past, telling us that this country is not racist and lying to our. It's just like, I don't need you to lie to me. I I, I took <laughs> African-American histories in college for a reason, because I wanted that raw truth that you wouldn't get in grade school. And so I completely understand what you're saying. It's just like, don't. Like, you don't have to coddle me on things mm -hmm. that are facts. Because then you have people raised to believe it's one thing when it's something completely different. John Smith, I was rooting for his white ass when I was a kid after watching Pocahontas. Right. And then I was educated. I was like, wait a minute. They snatched her up. So John isn't good. So it's just like some of those kind of situations. You know what I mean? So it's 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 like that. Um, it happens. And that's 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 a very common situation but did you so for me in the beginning so when, when this movie first begins you hear monk um okay let's begin so now did you think he was talking to the class or did you think he was talking to wiley because he was pitching the movie from the beginning of the movie to the end i didn't even think about that until you just said it <laughs> so i probably on my first watch i was just thinking i didn't think of it as he's telling us his story Mm -hmm. I thought it was possibly, you know, okay, let's like, he's speaking to his class. I didn't mm -hmm. even connect those dots. Yeah. So that's actually pretty dope. Yeah. So that was something I was like, damn, he was telling us, the, he was pitching this movie the entire time. Right. You know, when it comes to it. But, um, but of course, you know, like we said, this isn't his first incident. He gets pulled into the <laughs> board, um, which, you know, earlier he, he called out um, a German student. 
because he said he he was kind of squirmish in the classroom. Um, he he asked him, you know, was he, you know, um, was he a Nazi? And it was like, you know, I I you know he never he didn't answer, but he was real squirmish in that situation. So I I think he was, and it was just like, no, that that that's not how they go, Monk. So what did you think about how Monk reacted with his um his his colleagues in this situation? They don't like each other. Like <laughs> Monk hates his colleagues, and I thought the exchange was hilarious and unique, and the fact that um. It was uh, Mandel, the other professor, was just like, you're not okay. You need to take a break. I saw you crying in your car last week, and you punched the, uh, the, the steering wheel. wheel. First off, you seeing all of this. Like, why are you in my business if I was mom? Because that's what Monk said. He was just like, maybe if you were spending more time focusing on your books instead of watching what I'm doing, they wouldn't just sell it at airports. And so this might just be because I'm not familiar with um that whole where certain books depending on how good they are where they're sold but i'm like mm -hmm. damn so it's not a good thing to have your book sold in the airport man that seems like that'll be good because you have a variety of people that come through the airports and people read while they're waiting on their flights and on the flight mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean so i mean placement is a thing so there's yeah. no telling you know What's important, what's not when it comes to it. I mean, we could tell it was because he went to the library, he was upset about where his place where his books is placed. So I it, it could be a thing. But and that was a lot. I mean, I guess I mean a bookstore, whatever, you know, bookstore. But I mean it, it has to be a thing. But not a you know, air, airport, I mean, you know, and it's probably marked up like crazy at the airport too. You know it is. Everything in the fucking <laughs> airport is marked up. I just be like, I'm not that thirsty to spend six dollars on a damn ginger ale. You know, but I ain't gonna lie though. Sometimes, sometimes that when I go to the airport, man, that's like, that's like that peace. Cause it's like, damn, I'm fit to go on vacation. I'm not fit because I know when I when I get to the airport, I'm not fit to go handle responsibilities at this point. So it's like I, I'm I'm almost kind of loose with the money at that point. I'm loose with it. Let so, me get it. <laughs> so I'll chicken. say this: <laughs> all of my trips that I went on my work trips, mm -hmm. I splurged on myself when I had a when I got to the airport and my flight took like a couple of hours to leave. Mm -hmm. So I would go to a nice spot in the airport and I'd be like, mm, regular jazz would not be spending $65, <laughs> $80 in no airport. Cause the damn champagne be like $20. See, I'm thankful. Just, I'm thankful I'm not a drinker like that. Cause I'm, I would never, <laughs> I, I would never buy it. The drinks. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I, I might need to not do that this year. I'm just saying Chick-fil-A is like $20. In in the airport, it's ten around the corner. This is true, but Chick Fil A normally I travel come back home on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Chick Fil A not. Ah, oh, yeah, you fucked. So I just be yeah, like, damn, up. walk right past that bitch. Like, <laughs> do I smell anything? <laughs> now nah, I'm like that for Bojangles though. Every time I go through Charlotte, oh, no. I always got to go through Bojangles. I be I be thinking about it, but them lines is ridiculous for Bojangles. They, they be going crazy for it. It's like crack. It's like that chicken from uh, they clone Tyrone's. <laughs> <laughs> he laughing as hell like don't nothing be funny <laughs> but um you know monk gets a leave of absence but in the same exact time same time he was about to go meet with was it his was i don't think that gent was was the guy his was that his publisher the man I think he, that was um you talking about author yeah so was it like his manager or something it's it, i want to say it had it had to be like a manager though i thought I it was like his publisher you or, think it's publisher too it had, probably I, not 
I'm thinking his manager though, because he we'll was because because the other lady that was the publishers because they was the one that was purchasing um they purchased the actual book. So right, that's true. Um, but we at the book festival. Looks like ass out there. Clearly, nobody's out there. Like, what's it? like this kind of light? Like, typically people be like, nah. But you know, uh, Sitara is 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 killing it right now, and he steps over into the next room, and we see Sitara go to Miss Miss Issa Ray Issa D on stage, <laughs> looking out, looking beautiful, illustrious, um, on stage, and she she gives an excerpt from her book. Um, Jazz, <laughs> I only can imagine what what you was doing, um, when you heard this this her read out of her book. So, this of course is in the trailer, uh-huh. and I immediately was like, I have to go see that movie. And so the the thing is, I don't trust trailers anymore, but especially when it comes to Marvel or in horror movies. But like this trailer, it made me think Issa's character was like the type of book she was reading. So mm-hmm. I immediately put her in like a negative light of like, oh, she probably playing like some ghetto cis mm-hmm. kind of role. Complete opposite. No, Complete she was opposite. just playing the game. She was. And so. We're going to get into it later. Yeah. And I thought this, this scene was very entertaining. And as she was reading it, I felt the, like the, um, the tone of voice of somebody in the hood, also somebody on the plantation. Also, maybe somebody from the color purple. I was getting all of that from Issa reading this. I was just like, damn, why it sound like Tyrone? Baby mama is fresh out of color purple just dancing with Seeley. But just hearing the stuff that she was saying, them folks in that crowd ate it up. And I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that an old white woman was the first one to stand up to give the standing ovation. And everybody <laughs> else just follow suit. And you have Monk in the back just thinking like, there's no way. There's no way because he <laughs> writes stuff more intelligent, more like he, not he a stereotype. Right. Well, yeah, because he says he sees a lot of potential, but we saw him get read with that. But yeah, I thought this scene, this scene was funny. And just her reading that book, it was like, oh, yes, this is going to be a seller. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> so, you read that book? I don't read books. So probably If not. you read books, would I mean, if I, if I if I read books, I probably I probably, I probably do audio book. I said I'm gonna do better with that. So yeah, I probably I probably would. She, it, 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 that was that was funny. Um, when it comes to, I mean, it was kind of funny, but if you listen to the content, I do feel like it kind of mirrored or paralleled with what was happening next. So Monk is drinking, and he goes to visit his sister. Um, his sister, you know, it kind of threw me off at first when he walked into to the play to his sister's job, like he going through the meta text. I'm like, what the f-? like? Was she was she a cop? Or what? When your first watch, did you know this was an abortion clinic? I wasn't paying attention, but what okay. made me what 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 triggered me was when you told me about you got you got you got onto me about it, which I was like, bro, I don't know every goddamn thing. But we were talking about Roe versus Wade one day. And I was like, shit, what's the what's the, the significance of this? I don't understand, you know, I really don't get. But then I looked it up. I'm like, oh shit, okay. So when she told the joke about Roe versus Wade, which I still don't get, but I that was that was just way over my head. It was a play on words. I think that's what that was. It was definitely a play on words. Yeah, that 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 definitely went over my head. But so the story that Centara told was about a woman who thinks that she may be pregnant. And I didn't know if she was if she had an abortion, like I like the girl in the story had an abortion or a miscarriage. Cause you said because this time I'm keeping it. 
So then we go to the, the next immediate scene is we walk into an abortion clinic where he, you know, he meets his sister. Well, not so, meets his sister, but connects with his sister. So I'll say the character in the book, if the quote was, this time I'm keeping it, it was probably she got an abortion because miscarriages, that's kind of, that's unexpected. It's just your body. You're right, so, you're right, you're right, right. So, I, so I'm, I'm think I'm, I could, I mean, I could be tweaking that word a little bit, like I'm, I'm having it, or I'm keep, you know, whatever it was. But I'm, right. that's why, that's and that's why, that's why I put it exactly like I feel like it was connected. But right. we get, we get introduced to Lisa, which I have an auntie named Lisa. Hey, um, <laughs> um, it, this was, this was a breath of, this was like a, a breath of fresh air seeing, um, Lisa. Um, I wish you know we had because I would have loved to see Lisa with cliff in the yeah. in this because that would have been a crazy combination but what what did you get from lisa um when you when you say lisa's character i was curious about how their brother and sister relationship was mm-hmm. um but definitely one of the scenes from this movie that was so wholesome and very like damn let me go text my siblings i didn't get that far in life but I was like, damn, <laughs> you know? And so like with her, she pulls out a cigarette and he's like, you smoking again? He was like, ever since the divorce, both of the siblings going through a divorce or already gone through it. Mm-hmm. And so you just like curious what's going on there. But um, it's funny because when he was speaking to his colleagues earlier, they was like, aren't you going to Boston? Go visit your family. He was just like, I'm not trying to see them. So when him saying that, I was thinking maybe he doesn't have a really good bond with his family. Mm-hmm. But obviously we see it didn't seem that ridiculous or bad at all. Did you have any kind of um, feelings from like the kind of brother and sister relationship that they had? <clears throat> um, So, I mean, like I said, so me, me and my siblings are pretty cool. We pretty tight. We talk, damn, we talk every day. So I... We've been, that's not to say that we haven't been estranged. Um, I've fallen out with my sister. I don't think me and my brother have ever had um, any kind of rifts or anything, but me and my sister, we've definitely had um, a falling out, but it wasn't, but it's never like, even when I felt I wasn't as close with my family, like my siblings was something. So that's why I think I was real hurt by that situation with my sister. But yeah, not like my brother's like my brother. I was obviously say my brother, like my brother, like he is my brother. But <laughs> like we talk, like that's my that's my that like almost almost like a best friend, um, in that situation. So it was it it wasn't that wouldn't have been nothing. So I enjoy seeing it because yeah. sometimes you just sometimes you just need to go back, you know, go back home, and within that you can tell it's something something was eating him up, monk up. So you could just see you know him almost like he was out of place or. He, you know, trying to be to himself, but it's like same time. It's like he he needed that. And sometimes I sometimes I need that. Whenever I just feel like really stressed, stressed out all the way down, going to Memphis or going, you know, seeing my grandma, seeing my family and whatnot, that gives me back to the mood or the feel that I feel I need um for myself to get me back and get get myself back in line. Yeah, and that's definitely something to appreciate because having family so close by, because like me living in Florida. My closest relative is like four hours away. Mm. Me and my cousin talk like once a week about ridiculous shit. I like I have a stronger bond with certain cousins than I do with my siblings. Um, and they always say like your cousins are your first real friends. This, and this so I was just like growing up, it was just like, yeah, we was 
definitely close. I mean, they gave me shit a lot. My male cousins, they they try to bully me, Jason. Come on now, come on now. You got, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gonna, you nah. gonna do that. Like, look, it would be like three against one, <laughs> and then my brother would join in with them niggas. So I'm just like betrayal. But I stood on my own. <laughs> you said you stood on business back then. Hell home. yeah. I was like, look, yo, we still talk about jokes to this day that I used to say when I was a kid to them. Like, it's crazy. When we get all together, it's just, it's definitely a good time. But we are introduced, we see Monk's mother, Agnes and Lorraine. Mm-hmm. And so Monk's mom kind of uh, shows some signs. And I immediately saw it when she was just like, where's your husband at? And Lisa was like, oh, we're separated. <laughs> and she was like, well, I figured maybe he just wanted to come because your brother was in town trying to like save, like play it off. Like, girl, I knew he was separated, but he don't like to hang with us no more. We not cool. And so I immediately was like, oh, damn, y'all about to give us a sad ass story. Like his mom about to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And obviously they said, nope, we coming through the left field. Take his sister out. <laughs> like, that kinda, that, that, yeah, that hurt. But, yeah, yeah, no, that was a, that was a, that was a big one. Um, so, so out of nowhere, I said, so wait a minute, yeah, got Tracy up in these trailers, <laughs> like they right. pulled a Jada and screamed too. Man, they, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do appreciate that conversation though, because it kind of lets you see what type of person Monk was, and. Within this, you know, he 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 does this in every every time he gets mad or he he feels a way about the situation, he talks the way that she said. Uh, he said, "Whenever you feel a way, you start to ask a condescending question about something, and it's just like you because you, you feel a way." And she said, "You know, they told her that mental exercise will help um, with their mom, and she bought her a forming book." And he was like, "I mean, do you think that really would help her, like with mental exercise?" And she looked like it. Nigga, I hate when you do that shit. Oh, um, yeah. and then she begins to, you know, have a heart attack. It. Well, I'm, a, I'm. I'm assuming it was a heart attack that she had at the table. No, this is the first time when they went out to eat and their mother was with them. So this is um, because they had went out two different times. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Because this is the time when the mom came back and she was like, "Our waitress doesn't isn't wearing a bra." Oh yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I thought it was funny because when they're having dinner, Lisa tells Monk that their father, he was a traveling OBGYN and uh, his patients he, was in town. All of them. And he was like, you know, he, her and Cliff knew about the affair, but mm-hmm. Monk didn't. So then you also see that separation of like, why he didn't know about this because he and his father had a very close bond, mm-hmm. which is we learned that Lisa and Cliff built one together because Monk was over there with their dad and mm-hmm. he was kind of like the favorite I guess you could say and talking about he kissed a white woman so what kind of white so I didn't understand the difference between the two whites that they mentioned I, yeah I'm so. not that I'm not that seasoned in white women I'm sorry I, I don't know because <laughs> right. it's one of the things where it's just like he never saw anything bad in his dad bar. Yeah. But the two siblings did. They knew about his transgressions and all of those things. And so it's just like Monk, like, wait, what? Does mom know? No. And shut your ass up and don't tell her. But exactly. 
Exactly. But we catch up with Monk, man. He he watching Get Rich or Die Trying um, to see how to, I guess, to 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 be blacker, I guess, within, you know, within this moment. Because <clears throat> he was trying to because he I mean, he had he because when he first got into town, he met with Arthur. Um, and they pretty much the book that he was trying to sell, they 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 want they didn't want it. And they told him he needed he needed to to be he needed to be a bit more a bit more black. We want we want something black. Um and he was like, You you mean like like yeah, no, nah, you, you know what I mean by black, not not that type of black. He said, I'm I'm a writer and I'm black. Black <laughs> right. Like, what you mean? He's like, I don't see color. As the taxi passed you Bruh. and picked up the white guy right beside you. <laughs> like <laughs> you might not see it, but everybody around you sees it. So yeah. either you're gonna get your eyes checked or you're just gonna keep living in a delusional uh world. Yeah. yeah nah. was wild. I, Arthur was real. I mean, he kinda cause he was kinda telling him, like, yeah, you can live in that type of world, but that's not the world we live in, brother. Like, and I and you have to acknowledge these type of things. It doesn't have to you don't have to beat somebody over the head with it, but you have to at least acknowledge this is what it is. <clears throat> um so like I said, he you know, he looking at get rich or die trying they teaching them how to sell crack or how crack is supposed to be made and moved around and then he they go to the this one they go to the library or the bookstore and then he he tries to figure out you know where his book is like what's the placement of it and he see it's in the african-american studies and he's pissed off about it like he's mad that his book is in this section he was like well i'm i'm a black writer but this should this should be I don't know what he wanted his book to fit like what what section he wanted his book to be in. The thing is, it's not Af- the movie is not or the the book is in African American studies. Mm. It has nothing to do with that. It's just a black writer, so they put it in a section as if somebody's looking for that history will mm. find it. <laughs> so you're excluding his books from being in the right section. I completely understood this. Out, not that I'm a writer, maybe, but I'm like, dude. Put my book where it where it needs to go or to to similar genres. Because if you're going to separate books, you're gonna put them in the same genre to where it's it's kind of like when you're on Spotify or Apple and it's just like, oh, more project more songs like this. So mm-hmm. then you go see what else is like that. If you put his in a completely different section that has nothing to do with his book, you're taking money out of his pocket because nobody's buying it. I'm not saying people don't buy books in the African American section. But it has nothing to do with African American studies. It's just like, but do you think you think they got African American science fiction or African American comedy? You know so, no, that would be in just take African American off, and it should be in science fiction, and mm-hmm. it should be in comedy section. Because I mean, they don't have a Latin comedy section, mm-hmm. so it's like. If it's about history in a certain section of history, then I can see you putting that title on there. But if all of this shit is funny, put it in comedy. I mean, look where you had Issa's book. Yeah, she had a little she she had a prime time spot. Oh, display like. (laughs) But you know, we kind of spoke about it previously. This is where, um, you know, him and Lisa have almost their final talk. Um, in this moment, and this is when she has a heart attack. Uh, kind of pissed me up. You know, he he's watching through the room, trying to see if they're gonna get it together. And her foot stopped shaking. I was like, "What? 
wait a minute. I was like, wait, uh, I don't see it moving. Where is it? Is it not moving? And then you get to the beach. I said, what? Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that had to be so hard to watch. You know what I mean? Like that's because at first they laugh and having a good time. But then I also feel like this scene shows you life is short. We can be out of here and just like that, you know? So you laughing because I mentioned that to you earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but that don't mean you got to go date whoever. <laughs> so, <laughs> but <laughs> no, nah, like this was, this, this was very sudden. I'm glad I didn't see any spoilers online about this. Yeah. That, that would have pissed me off. Yeah, that was, that was abrupt. It, you know kind of crazy but just to go well just to show the type of person that she was she left um i guess a speech or um soliloquy for the actual family to read as they passed her ashes um on the beach and you know she was like hopefully you know she passed underneath idris elba but if not hopefully you know on top of russell crowe those are her two you know where she wanted to pass um let me and, ask you jason um which two actresses would you would you want to, I guess, lay out your end of days on top of them? Man, 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 man. Uh-huh. Beyonce, because uh, she's an actress. Uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. I don't care how you feel about it. She <laughs> is. You probably feel the same way. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to say her. Mm, she married. Mm. Beyonce is married. <laughs> oh, uh, she don't. It don't count. Uh, then if that's a fact. <laughs> uh, Night, look at that. Too many. Um, yeah, I know it's it just like boom, it's Tiana. It's Tiana. One of them. It was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was Tiana. It was Tiana Paris. Yes. I love her. I love her. Okay. Who you? Who you got? Oh well, Trevante Rose. Of yes. Of, of course. course. Um, and I'm gonna say Yaya. But a piece of me would say Daniel from Insecure, but I don't know how to say his real name. And I didn't want to disrespect him. So I'm going to say Yaya. Daniel from Insecure. <laughs> we could do that too. <laughs> Speaking of that, their last episode together, it wasn't no bad blood because he dropped her stuff off at her new spot and he left. And then that was when Molly said, bye, Daniel. And he said, bye, Molly. So she just was like moved out of his house. So he ain't do no fuckboy shit. Is insecure with between him and I thought, but I thought I mean but I thought it was the, the the so was that not the same I'm assuming that was that not the same time when he went off on her at the dinner we caught I mean, her, he, but but see they talked that up they 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 uh discussed things after that because she was just like I'm thinking about getting this job to be a property manager he was like you sure like I don't mind having you around but they talked yeah they had a they had a cool wholesome fine ending so you trying, trying, trying to save this nigga so bad. Yeah. Captain Saber Daniel. That's me. That's <laughs> ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Oh. Um, yeah. But, but we get. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off again. But on this scene, would you want to be cremated and have your ashes uh, spread about the beach or True. on the beach? I let me be honest with you. I, I truly don't care. I, I, I mean, I, if, I, if I stayed by a beach, probably. Like if I, we lived by a beach that was something that we grew up on and stuff like that, yeah. But um, once 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 the guys send me to the upper room, it, it don't matter what they do with me at that point. Okay. What if you 
get up there and then you wake up and you are an animal or an insect. You have been reincarnated. What are two creatures that you are scared to be reincarnated as? <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is some bullshit. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a sloth. Um, and I wouldn't want to be a roach. <laughs> These are two things I just I just wouldn't want to be. I don't know why. Expect well, a roach. I know why. They they life expectancy like like two days if that. But they said roaches would survive like an atomic bomb. Some of them, not all of them. I mean, they, they might, I don't I don't see how they get their ass killed all the time. I don't know. Probably because they can fake their own death. <laughs> Put your legs up. What sometimes I be thinking, like sometimes when I have like high thoughts, I be thinking like <clears throat> the reason we have so many bad things is because we keep figuring out new ways to kill roaches. You ever thought about that? No, I've never thought <laughs> I'd, about I'd be that. Like, I'd be like, God be punishing us because we always figuring out new ways to kill roaches. It's like, what if y'all just stop killing them? Like the world would, like, I, I don't know. That's, that was just a thought I had. I don't, I don't know why. I don't be yeah, that's kinda wild. Cause we I got so we, we there's there, there's so many different ways to kill a roach. They got bombs, they got sprays, they got plug-ins, they got foggers, <laughs> they they be they got this little fire thing. They, they it's just so many different ways to kill a roach. It's like well, the roach ain't doing nothing to nobody. Uh it's yeah, nasty. We, we that's, not that's, defending that's, we not defending a fucking roach on this episode. So anyway, <laughs> so we have Cliff, wait. What two? What what two? What two creatures and animals would you not want to come back as? Oh, so I would want to come back as a slug. Because <laughs> you might be thick, but you move slow as hell. Definitely. Wait a minute, thick. Wait. This... Yeah, yo, them like after it rained real bad. You see them thick ass slugs? Just <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I wouldn't want to be one of them. Uh, and the other creature, sloth seemed cool. So I'm not a turtle. I seen a turtle the other day. That motherfucker was moving a little fast. Yeah, they can, they can, they can some of them can move. Some of I them wanted to move. watch them a little bit, but a car came behind me, and I was like, "This bitch, you see, I'm watching the turtle." Imagine if you was a slug and you knew salt killed you, and you hear somebody <laughs> say, "Hey, get that salt!" <laughs> <laughs> you sitting there screaming at them, but they can't hear you. They just add more salt. You just see more slime going across the ground, like that's the that's the tears, because uh, you know. But I mean, I guess if you die, like after being one of those, like two days, you get reincarnated to a human again. So it's like, whoa, that was that was quick. <sighs> Damn, maybe what what if that what if that's what your fear came from, right? Like, what if what if whatever you was prior to is what you fear. Bruh, that that that's got me fucked up for real. <laughs> so you mean to tell me another life I was an anxious ass nigga? <laughs> but we got Phil coming out of nowhere talking about sh- is that ashes? <laughs> Do you have a permit for that? Cliff was about to beat his ass, and I thought I thought this was his ex, but I think this was just a neighbor. It was just that was just neighbor. walking past. But he was just like, Phil, I will eat your motherfucking vest. Get out of here. And then you hear Monk in the back, get the fuck out of here, Phil. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got the energy coming from both brothers. I thought that was pretty funny. 
Yeah, now they, 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 this movie did a great job with balancing the dark elements with the comedic elements. Um, there were some, there were some, some tough times where it, the, the, the comedy, comedy didn't come right then, but life ain't always like that. But oftentimes you can laugh at those moments. But we get Cliff, like I said, we do get introduced to Cliff. Um, very vibrant, um, but very vibrant in this movie. Uh, his brother asks him, you know, do you get, um, do you ever does seeing a dead body ever become normal? He was like, nigga, the fuck you asking me for? Like, what do you, what do you think I do for a living? Yeah, and it shows the disconnect that they have, and I think that's more so brought on by Monk. Easy. He never called and checked on Cliff. Easy. Like. Because when he asked, he was like, how's your family doing? He said, oh, you sure that's what you want to know? He was like, oh, so you, do you care? He was like, yeah, of course. Hmm. And then we see he is going through a divorce and we see why. Now, Jason, <laughs> I'm going to be vulnerable really fast. Mm-hmm. I am not going to lie. I This was one of my biggest fears. Getting a husband, getting married, having a family, and him turning out to be gay or an undercover brother. And I don't mean the superhero. <laughs> and so, because I remember when I was in college, I watched this movie and this entire exchange that these had, uh, these the brothers had reminded me of the movie called Cover with Vivica Fox and Anjanou Ellis Taylor. And it had Leon from uh, The Temptations yep, and yep. Five Heartbeats. That is coming soon. But that movie... Cause I'm sitting here like, so y'all was married for how long? And he over there doing it. I was like, see, and I was like, if that, if I ever found my husband doing, I'm shooting out both his kneecaps. Like he, they're out of here. He's gonna be like uh, Lieutenant Diane out here. Like he's yo what? And so he was just talking about how that whole ordeal. Like his wife took everything. His kids hate him, and like his story is sad. But just because I saw that movie and I'm just like, I, in certain aspects, I didn't, when he was talking about what he did, I didn't have any sympathy for Cliff. Now, everything else after this, I definitely did. But I'm sitting here like, why did, especially if you had, well, I guess it's easy for me to say, but if, yeah, if I, I'm gonna tell my husband, like, look, if you got any kind of thoughts, don't get, just be upfront. Cause I find out after we don't had kids and got married. Your legs are out of here. <laughs> I'm going to say it with the straightest face in the world. I mean, it's one of those moments where it's kind of hard to feel for a person in that situation. But at the same time, some people. Well, in, in Cliff's situation, it, I think it, it comes from, you know, him not being accepted at home to a certain extent. So I feel like he had to hide who he was, but getting caught with the man. Is going. That's another level of disrespect, hurt, you know. Um, and I don't. And I. And like I. Said, and like I said, when it comes to this, like I said, it's not to say you know if you catch your man with a woman, you're not gonna feel the same type of hurt. But it does. It does. I mean, it, you know, what I'm saying it's it's a different level. Um, when it comes to it, cause I, I mean, with within any of that. Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, no, nah, it'll, it'll, it'll be kind of wild. It'll be kind of wild, especially if you didn't know and you, you know, you go into that situation. Like, mm. I'm sitting here like, if he bent over, out of here. Like, legs go. Actually, it doesn't matter the position. 
Actually, I might end up taking out both his legs if I catch him with a woman. That's what I'm saying. It is is the hurt. The hurt's going to be there. Because um, I guess in my mind, I would think, was I not woman enough to keep you happy? Because then you had that self like, what did I do wrong? But in actuality, he was gay the whole time. He just wasn't, I guess, had that courage or felt like he could express that openly. Mm-hmm. So be like, honey, it's not about you. It's about me. As he's standing there after having somebody bent over, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he kind of said he, you know, he's out in Tucson all alone. Um, said some some guy met him at the bar. He says only one gay bar. The guy met him and he asked him, "Was he Tyler Perry?" He's like, "Wait, like, Tyler Perry's in that in Atlanta." Like, he's, yeah. So I, this is, they they coming at that man kind of crazy nowadays. But I mean, you. I'm not gonna say you brought it unto yourself, but uh, but then we kind of look over to the side. It was like you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm take care of mama when she when she get out the shower. I already dosed Lorraine. The camera pans Lorraine past the fuck out on the kitchen table. <laughs> he was like, "What the you best do? sleep of her life?" You heard that snoring. <laughs> he yeah. said, "What did you give us?" He said, "Some oxy." He said, "Why are you pushing oxy?" He said, "Man, look." I can get you too. He was like, he said, he said, I'm a, he said, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor too. He said, what you trying to do? Revive a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, you know, like he said, the water begins leaking. Um, they go up into the, you know, go into the room. So I didn't know if this was mom, um, if this was the Alzheimer's playing this situation. Was it the grief, the tragedy from her, you know, her daughter? Because Agnes went through a lot. Like, if you really think about it, her husband, you know, he, he committed suicide. Um, you know, her daughter just, just just passed away. The kids are separated. They're they're wherever they are, not checking on her, not really dealing with her. So they they just dealing with a whole. She's just dealing with a whole lot, and all this is you know happening at one time. So I don't know, I don't know if there was a, if there's a cause or a reason behind Alzheimer's. But like I said, she she does have a lot going on at the same exact time as, you know, this 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 health issue. Yeah, I just think like if only they would have got that stuff out of them sharks, Alzheimer's wouldn't even be a thing. What you talking about? From Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> it was going to cure Alzheimer's. I'm like, wait, they <laughs> yeah, got the cure out there? I'm like, they got cures out there? That's it. Motherfuckers <laughs> keep getting ate up by the sharks. Listen, let me get out there. <laughs> Yo, that's like, something you steal. That's a, I don't even know nobody. Like, look, I got it. We saving lives like, Some short shop in there. Up in the call up the niggas. We finna, we finna rob. Yeah, that's something. Look, that's something you rob. <laughs> if they had a truck of like what could cure cancer, and that truck is dry, look, take that shit too. I mean, you gotta leave some, but like, nah, we we hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Like this, man, <laughs> man, nah, uh, hell no. Nah. But I think uh-huh. it was the uh, the Alzheimer's, mm. and she was just sitting there. Like this was so heartbreaking. It was. And as you see her health declining throughout the movie, and I was just like, "Y'all not taking two, are you? Y'all not pulling out? You know?" It was, so it was it was it was a, it was it was a hard one to because you weren't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> um, but you know, Monk, he calls his job. I'm the same exact way. Um, when shit started going on, I'm like, look, I'm gonna need more time. 
but I need to get paid at the same exact time. So what what's what are the options I have to get paid and not be at work? Like what what can we do? Cause this shit here is just too big for me to just handle within two days. Like I need I need some more time uh within it with your job. They they couldn't accommodate him. Um, within that, which he he did apologize, and you know, as he's doing is he sees a young woman across the street. She's she's dropping a fruit on the ground, and we get introduced to Coraline. Um, what did you think about Miss Maxine Shaw? Uh, I enjoyed her character, and I love that she was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a uh, that was a really good touch. And she, you know, she peeped him. She was just like, "I'm a fan of your book." I read it. And so that actually seemed to have made Monk feel good because he's so used to seeing writers that I guess books aren't that good get a lot more attention. So him meeting somebody that read his book and just appreciating it, it made him feel good. So they seem to have like a nice little connection. He came over, had a drink. I'm not exactly sure how him help picking up fruit in the street got him into the house, but I mean, if that's one of your favorite writers, I get it, sis. If I saw Trevante drop some shit across the street, I'm going to run over there. Like, is you okay? <laughs> Jazz, if <laughs> I ever find out you ran to a young man, you're not going to find that a, out. It's going to be a problem. In my story, I'm be like, <laughs> he ran to me. And what did you drop, Jazz? I don't remember. Honey, do you? And it'd be the shit that he dropped, but he ran to me. But yeah. And her ex Boo showed up. Ooh. Now, Jason, if you was Monk and you were in the situation, this is a young lady you just met. So you have no kind of reason to feel any kind of way because it's your first meetup. Like, would you have stayed for dinner? No. No, I probably I probably wouldn't stay because it, you know. It it felt like an awkward, awkward presence when he walked into the house. So it wasn't like I say it that was mature about the situation because nobody wasn't there wasn't no petty, there wasn't anything like that. But I'm not sitting with a person and their ex unless it's like a situation of they got children. Like if they got children, we and this is my person, this is my girlfriend, this is my woman, and we doing something for the kids and we got into that that space, cool. But outside of that, hell no, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Do you think she was uh do you think she had to explain or apologize with him coming over? Because I know later in the movie, she kind of told Monk, like, I'm sorry about last night he came through. I Like, I get why she did it, but I was like, sis, you really didn't need. It's just, to- I mean, it's 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 being, it's just one of those being courteous <laughs> thing, like, because it, it can, it can, it can come off a way, it can feel a way in that. Because, I mean, you, right. you, I mean, you don't talk to exes, so, I mean, you, you wouldn't have to worry about that with you, but. Like in a situation like that, I mean, you never know. Like what you know, who you with hanging out in that situation. So, yeah. Yep. I'm gonna leave that alone. But we are at the doctor's appointment <laughs> the next day. <laughs> so, and we learned how far along the Alzheimer's is. I believe she was in stage four. I don't know how yeah. many stages it is, but four seems like the last or the second to last. <clears throat> Or she's close to getting to that stage to where she's going to need somebody to have to watch her 24-7. Mm-hmm. And so obviously that's going to cost money. Monk didn't have no money when Lisa was alive. Lisa is gone. So that what would have been a three-person split is now a two-person split. But then again, if you ask Cliff, he ain't got no money, but he got money for Coke. So crazy. 
Yeah. He's going through a divorce. He's and he's he's probably finally feeling free. Cause just imagine you being under somebody's thumb or just not being your full self for so long. And then you finally, you like, oh shit, I can fly now. I ain't gonna fall out the nest. I'ma just go soar in the sky. Cliff did it a different way, but he seemed like he was having a good time. He was pulling him. That nigga Cliff was going in because he said, I mean, he said it. Um, you know, he's looking to he you gotta catch up. He's only been gay for what five five said five minutes or five, five years. Minutes. Yeah, he five minutes. Five minutes. He's, he's trying to catch up on everything he missed. <laughs> um, within that. <clears throat> but one yeah. thing I did mention, we I did mention was the the conversation between Coraline and and Cliff. Not Cliff, not Cliff, but Monk. Um, the initial conversation that she was when he found out that she was a defense attorney. And he was like, you know, do you have a problem with defending guilty people? And she was like, No, they all guilty. And I've heard this before. My mom told me this. Like she was like, everybody, I mean, everybody nine side of gives is the lawyer's job to get them to beat whatever it is that they have or to prove um the other side. And kind of I loved what she said, you know, they're all guilty. Um, and they're more than their worst deed. And, you know, you understand that because you're a writer. And you can't be judgmental, which he's always judgmental. So I know. I think that's probably where he was having issues with writing or what the writer block was coming for him uh, when it came to his stories or why he probably couldn't push, push him in that way. But then again, sometimes too artsy fartsy, just, it doesn't read well or it doesn't come off um, when, you know, when you're writing books like that, too complex going throughout it. Yeah. And plus it's just like, what is, what is stuff that people is, damn, I sound a country. What are things that people are reading? And so the stuff that Monk was writing about, nobody was reading that. And mm-hmm. so you have people going through the book and they're just like, nah, this is not what people are buying right now. <clears throat> um, and like you said, when they get the appointment, uh, when he finds out the information, I wanted to stick out, well, not thing that stuck out was him reading the Centaur Golding article inside the magazine. Um, there was like, I guess there's buzzwords around these these black writers and things like that so you know it's painfully real she's raw um these different things and they kind of identified stagger lee later um in the story with these same exact words and he was just like i know these motherfuckers didn't i know they ain't this 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 can't be um what they doing so um this one he go ahead and he decides to write this black book so jazz if it was you, um, you're in the same type of situation. Um, are you doing this? Like, are you like if you had if you had everything he's facing, sister just passed, um, your mom has Alzheimer's. Are you writing? Are you looking at writing a book that almost kind of makes you go against your integrity or what you're used to doing? I will say yes. For the simple fact that my mother is sick and she needs her she needs care so i'm putting anything that i have within me on pause so i can get this money so she could be in a facility to where she could be comfortable so if i have to take a l if, this, if my integrity needs to take a l for one book i'll think about all the other ones where it didn't fail mm-hmm. and so <laughs> 
that's pretty much because I, I have to take care of business. I got to handle things right now because I don't know when when I have all of this integrity going to write which one of them is going to pop and which one of them, one of them is going to get me paid. You want to like you're not going to be around. You live in L.A. and your mother needs 24 hour care. You ain't got the money. That's going to be my drive. Like, yeah. So yeah. what you doing? <clears throat> I was thinking that and it's like, is it? And, and I guess within that situation, are you really sacrificing your integrity in that? Or is it like a, or is it just the respect for writing? You know what I mean? Because I don't think you do it in, I don't think you can really do it in sports. But I guess like if you think about art, an artistic vision, maybe that's where it will come from. Because we have, you know, you have the big, you know, not trying, I really wasn't trying to bring it up, but you had a conversation with, is Drake hip hop, is Drake rap? I mean, Drake hip hop or is he pop? And they say, you know, when you go into the pop lane, it's, you know, it's dumbed down. It's this, it's, it's more digestible when it comes to it. But you have the people that are complex. But Jay-Z mentioned that. He said, if I, you know, lyrically, I could be Tali and Kwali. Like, I could be that, but that that's not bringing money into my pockets. I'm trying to build a legacy. I'm trying to build a foundation for X, Y, Z. And sometimes you have to, and Jay-Z did that. He was able to bring his stuff back down, make it relatable, make people purchase it. And then when he got to the, he can still spread those little gems. I can still give this to you. And it's not going to, I'm not, I don't have to force feed you with this, but I can still give it to you in that. And, and I think there's a fine line of being able to find where it comes, you know, find finding that, that situation. Um. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I, th I, I, I would have definitely, um, I probably wouldn't have went as hard as he did, but I would have definitely, <laughs> I would have definitely went a route. But when I think he he's too far away from blackness to even be able to understand what and that's kind of, and that's kind of hard for me. That's disrespectful for me to say, truthfully. But I do think he's he's too far removed to be able to really relate. So he was doing things that was disingenuous, which is what um, Sintara called him out on. She was like, it just it doesn't feel like he has a soul like you like you, you just kind of. Uh, pandering to black people because you just pulling out all the things that you just he went through a, 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 a clip shot of everything good richard i trying boys in the hood precious he just went through all these different things um to make a scene um but of course you know we got that that story uh he began to write which i love the way he did this but i'm gonna pass like you got like, like your, your your wheels are turning i'm gonna pass it to you so i was thinking about what you said and he made a big well he one of his biggest issues was white people picking out the stereotypical um, elements that are stamped on black people. We could be so much more, but those are the same elements he used that he mm -hmm. had to watch. So you basically use those same tools that you was complaining about. And I understand his reasoning as to why he made this book. It was just a joke. It was just to piss people off, but it's just like, when you say things like, um, hell yeah, fuck that. Or like how he was saying it, he was like, that's black, right? To where you're asking for confirmation from somebody that's not even black when he was talking to author. And so, yeah, that's, it was a lot of hidden gems in this movie. Um, I absolutely love this scene. And when he was like, so, so what the fuck you about to say after this? <laughs> and so just, and I thought it was so cool because I think we recently had a conversation of when we think of things or like if we're writing like a story or something like that, we envision what we're writing. Mm -hmm. So if I'm writing a, like a short story about somebody, I already know what that character looks like in my head. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then there are exchanges. I'm having a whole thought process play out. But you, it's like I'm seeing it in picture and video. You said some, you talk to some people that don't do that. Um, they, well, I've never talked to somebody that don't, but I've heard oh. some people when they think or they, they don't have an inner voice or when they think of mm-hmm. images, they don't have a picture that comes up. I'm so curious about what they see. Like, is it just blackness? They might be demons. <laughs> Uh, you never know. Some people got different creative, create creative ways that they have to do. Sometimes they have to put it. Some people have to put it down on paper. Some people got to yeah. sing it. Some people got to say it for it to come out the way it needs to come out. Instead of them being able to paint that picture, um, in their head, and maybe they can paint the picture for another person. You never know. Um, in there, that's but, true. Uh, I, in this scene, I thought it was funny. He was just like, "You ain't shit," so I ain't shit. And I was like, so he about to kill himself? Like, what's about to happen right now with the exchange of the father and the son? Yeah, that, that was that was too fun. I was tripping. And he shot shot him. Shot. What the hell was that for? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shooting your dad, then hearing the cops come, and you like, all right, so I got to bounce. You just going to leave him alive? Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shoot! Uh, I think this is when they were having a, uh, you know, they were having a conversation with, you know, he was having a conversation with Arthur. Um, he said, "Man, they, you know, they just want the same, you know, same stories. Uh, you know, dead be dead, rappers, crack, killed by the cop in the end. You know, you know, how's that different from anything that's out there right now?" <clears throat> and he was like, "Uh, hold on, wait a minute." He was foreshadowing one of his endings. He, yeah, he pretty for the most part, you know, for the most part, he was like, you know, then Arthur, you know, uh, this is what Arthur gave him the real, the real line. He was like, you know, white people think they want the truth, but they just want to feel absolved, um, you know, within that, which it, which is crazy, but it's the truth. In any of those situations, that's why this 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 white guilt, like Atlanta. I think Atlanta was a great show that kind of explained it with that within that episode. It's like they just want to. You know, this this isn't what it is today. So we 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 can be done with it. Like you know, but we gonna rectify it how we see fit in that situation. So we can get black voices as long as the black voices tell the story we think black the black voice or the black story should be. That's this is what we this is what we can get, and this is what we gonna push. And this is what's gonna. This is our way of making sure y'all good. We took care of y'all, so we 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 good. No. We not. Mm. <laughs> speak, my brother. Speak. <laughs> um, but Monk he gets surprised that Coraline reaches out to him, but she 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 applying pressure, like men looking for this. I I appreciated that. I appreciated wait, wait. what just because she hit him up. Yeah. Yeah, he because he he over here thinking like shit. I thought you were just being nice. You were like shit. I'm grown. I ain't got time to be nice. Like I I like you. Like what's up? She was telling him all of that to get in his draws. See, men can't be this easy. You need to make her wait for them what? draws. No, 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 Jason. You need to make her wait. I'm just saying. She was over here like, oh, I, I read your book after talking to you. Told her him which one she he read. She was like, yeah. So. She knows she got the spark notes. She ain't read that fucking book. She went on Google 
She might have. How do you Google know? Google told her everything she needed to know. And look, she got what she needed. Or excuse me, she got what she wanted. She got that man in bed at 2.30 in the afternoon. Monk gave it up so fast. He ain't nothing but a thought. <laughs> so, Jazz, he, so <clears throat> a young man, he began quoting stuff that you that you've said in the podcast. You're not gonna be no. like, okay, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be like, okay, okay. It, it, you know, he got if you if he had if he has the look, but I can, it's that's kind of hard to say. That's kind of hard to say. Up. You made me sound shallow. If we have that matching energy, if we have the, the if you, okay, if the if the if the okay, so yes, that bam, there we go. You have you have the end. The energy has been flowing. The vibes have been going. And then they begin quoting shit that you have said on the podcast or that we've said on the podcast. You're going to be like, wait a minute. I, did you? Yeah, you going to yeah. be like. Yeah. I'm folding like a chair. Like, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, Jason, don't let it be nothing from the 60s. <laughs> Episode 6. <laughs> Man, shit. Yeah, nah, he's gonna go, he's gonna go back and be like, man, see, I, I get why you were so angry on that first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I get where the anger was coming nah. from. Jason, if he come out like, nah, but for real, you won that zigzag. <laughs> he'll be like, what? what was I want? Oh shit. Zigzag coming back up soon. I ain't gonna say where it's coming back up soon. Um <laughs> but I do like you know, oftentimes we always talk we talk about, you know, sex scenes in movies and just how they're not needed and things like that. I do appreciate within this, whether they had sex or not, is left up to our imagination. And it just shows him putting his clothes back on. He could have just went to sleep. Jason, she was in something completely different than what she was wearing on their date. They you, know, you, know, you, you, you think Wesley West, Snipes didn't smash uh, Bernice? Or Bernie, uh, what's her name? Burnett? What's her name? Bernice? Bernice? Angela Bassett in uh, Waiting to Exhale. They just laid down in the bed. That's because he had a wife who was dying. That would kill my damn buzz. I would be like, get the hell out of my bed. I can't do that with this information you gave me. But no, nah, they did. I haven't did. seen that movie in a while. What? I remember that scene immediately because I was like, oh, they look so wholesome. They built like a connection there. But in this, she was in that after sex robe. I'm not saying I own one, but everybody can identify what those look like. So it's like you walking around, she... Putting lotion on her hands. Oh, they was in there for a while. But I do love how this scene, the camera is on um, the Maxine mirror. Shaw. And then you have the mirror that's reflect that's giving us a reflection of Monk. Mm -hmm. They had two scenes like this. And I absolutely loved it because you're using like decorative elements to benefit the camera. To where it's just like, I'm seeing his reaction within in one shot. His reaction to what she's saying. And then when he was just like, uh, let me sign your book. What's your name again? I said, now nah, that would have I would have I would have had to fight him like that. I'd be like, stop, why you do that? <laughs> I definitely forgot somebody's name before. Ooh. Come on, Jason. It was like, I mean, you you never been put on the spot where you just like, wow, there's not nobody that I was involved with. I know this car. I was like. Mm. Mm. That's, that's why crazy. you give them nicknames. Be like, what up, Twigs? You don't forget. See, it wasn't, it wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even that type. It wasn't even a moment like that. Like, it wasn't even people at that moment. It was just her. And I was just like, ah! 
it was just because she there. because she asked me. It was like because she asked me. I'm like, ah. she asked you. Do you remember her name? I think she was like, "What's my name?" She's like, "I like, what's my name?" Was this like somebody you hadn't seen in a while? You forgot, or it was like, "Oh, we was talking." At the- we was talking, and I just couldn't like. I just drew a fucking blank. I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't even, like. Mm. That's kind of wild. Forgetting forgetting yeah. people's names. I'm gonna tell you who name it is. You're gonna be like Jason. What the fuck? <laughs> That's why she's always angry. But chill out. <laughs> I get it. That's what you get, nigga. <laughs> That's karma working fast for your ass bars. But mm. obviously, Monk forgot to pay the bills because you too caught up in that punani. Yeah, like your mommy needs lights, and so does Lorraine. Like she's like Lisa, Miss Lisa. And why she got? Pay. And why she got a lantern, bro? Like, come on. But hold on, don't do that because <laughs> Jada and Shell try to come at me because I have a lantern as well. It's on top of my refrigerator. Yes. Look, you see, she used it. I mean, I got candles too, but I do have a lantern. So Jada was like, "Bro, like." Is that passed down from generations to generations? Like, yo, she was she was killing me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, get the hell out of my house. But oh, oh. So, not jazz defending Atlanta. <laughs> listen, not jazz defending Atlanta. She thinks she a green Lantern court. Listen, y'all motherfuckers are gonna be like jazz. United she, slave times no more. Look, she, but she prepared. That's what I'm saying. So monk needs some money. So he calls Cliff. Jason, this entire exchange between Cliff and Monk, what'd you think? Um, <laughs> see, I'm, uh, I'm gonna take my lover. That, oh, that's that whole crazy thing. To say out loud. Like, this is wild, first off. Um, but man, this just giving me more motivations to sell out if that's what you feel like we need to do. I'm fit to write the best motherfucking book in my life. I'm fit to do a whole bunch of research. What? What? You need me to do? I'm fit to go through every every black movie I needed. I've never seen in my life. Fit to go through a crash course. I'm gonna start with Boys in the Hood, and I'm gonna just go from there. But you've seen that before, right? If I was Monk, I'm pretty sure he ain't seen it. Oh, you had me scared. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. I've, I've seen that way too many times. My, this when I was growing up, when I was with my grandma. I live. I, I live. Boys in the Hood, RoboCop Two, and Home Alone. I watch these movies every day, every day. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. That's a very wide variety. Like none of them are the same movie. So, okay. <laughs> but I was this like stuff. four. Like these are not movies a four year old should know. So, I feel like Boys in the Hood is like I'll excuse that. Because it's an educational movie. Is it? Yeah, it is. Fighting the air is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fought it plenty of times. Oh my god! I don't. Just hit a that. wall. I've done that. I've cracked walls. I've cracked windshields. I've I've punched a lot of things. So now, I cracked a windshield and I broke. I cracked the door. But we don't need to talk about my old anger issues. Yes. yes. Not doing none of those things anymore. <laughs> and but... then 
and I was tripping because he he just loves people to eat things, I guess, because he's so eat shit, nigga, eat shit, nigga. He Clint hung up on him for to take my love in there. Fuck him. I was like, damn, Cliff, you wild, my boy. Every scene that they could put him in nothing, I appreciated it. He was shirtless the majority of this movie. I mean, the brother, the brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he 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 he's cut up. He's cut up. So he he's he's yeah. he's 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 in that gym. I don't know if his natural body or if he he he's a he's a fitness guru or whatever he got going on. But nice body. Um, Sterling 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 doing a good job out here. He's he's doing a good job. He's doing a good. You, this nigga here. <laughs> um, but you know he goes you know beats back with Arthur. Um, and you know they offer him seven hundred and fifty thousand. He like what for? Nah, my boy. You know what you know what they trying to you know what they trying to buy. He said for fucking what? Like that's some bullshit. Why why are we trying to? At, at this point, it's like, bro, you you you've written you. So you just tell them you you sat down and wrote an entire book just not to not to sell it. I mean, but I guess if you got a passion for writing, you don't mind spending those hours creating that. Man, just so, please. I mean, I'm just saying. Ain't no, I'm not I'm not putting that much energy into anything that I don't it, believe in. But it's but you believe in writing. Just, so he believes in writing, but not the book. Man, please. I'm just saying. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Look, did man, you not did the, you did you appreciate the example that author gave him when he was comparing the three bottles of liquor? No, that that was a perfect that was a perfect way to do it, like to to show him. Uh, but they drunk red. I'm like, hold on, bitch, give me some of the blue. Like, give me that blue label. Like, don't blue cost too like... much, and you don't share with blue. That's just <laughs> something you show niggas, and then you put it back on the damn shelf. But you don't share that with nobody. <laughs> and he said, "You can put whatever name." But he said, "The crazy thing about you, you can put whatever name you want on the label. Like, you don't even have to. It don't even have to be, you know, put up or looked into." That's why I feel like he should. I, I wish he wasn't so upset about it because it's just like you could put somebody else's name on it. It's not even something that you have to claim. Now the success of it is very interesting, kind of sorta, but I don't know. It was I guess it's one of the things where it's like if you have a joke that's built up and you finally say it and that shit don't hit, you're gonna be mad. But except he was just like actually that wasn't a I mean his joke was making a trash ass book to send a message, but the thing is it did the complete opposite. So because it's like his good shit isn't getting published his bad shit is so <clears throat> i can only imagine how that that slap in the face but i'd be like man, i, I would have wrote that wave though i'm like what that's not that's that's what going it's not shit fuck it you could have ride that ride that to the old town road you think it was his pride though easily what else could it have been because like it's because at that point if you you've done it right at this point you've done it you re, you've written the book the book that you have so many issues with You've written it, you sold it as some bullshit. It's selling. Or somebody is willing to buy this book. That's what they want. Fuck it. They got it. This is you giving me for this book as well? Mama good. These bills good. Like, all this is taken care of. It is what it is. We did, like, again, like I said in the beginning, I go and try to write the book that I want to write <clears throat> uh, in the later right. Whether you come out and you say it's you that wrote the book or however you want to do it, or you can continue to try to write a book as yourself, but maybe you can take some make take some of those gems you learned from writing this bullshit to make the, the good shit. 
Like, yeah. No, nah, that's true. And plus, Arthur told him, he was like, don't you need money for your mama anyway? Like, bro, come on. You're not even, you're not, he, 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 he wasn't thinking, he was just too caught up into what he wanted to do. So, yeah. Nah, fuck that. I don't know. Um, but then we get we we get introduced to to Lorraine's lover, um, Mister Maynard. Maynard was so happy there the entire time. Like I, I wonder if he knew she was there, cause like he, he, oh, he no. cause she he just probably stepped... suspected it because she works for them. So he found out that Monk was there. So he was like, oh, let me slide through, see if my bag in there. They were yeah. so cute. It was. I, I I really enjoyed that 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 love that they had. They, they, you know, because it was it was innocent almost. She was like, she right. stepped outside. She was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maynard. Oh, <laughs> hey, Lorraine. <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, you the only person that called me by my by my name. I appreciate that. He said, yeah, because that 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 is your name. He said, it is, and I, you know, um, this movie was so so much black wholesome scenes. It was that it was just refreshing to see because even though it might not have contributed so much to the story, but it was just like a scene where I felt safe that I could smile. Mm-hmm. Just seeing their exchange, he was like, Bye, Lorraine. And he looked and he just shook his head, like, mm, I'm gonna make up <laughs> my wife. So it was just like, it was no trauma, no drama. It's just them in their element speaking and having exchanges like it was just ah, it was peace it was peace and then um you know this is when monk introduces Coraline to his mother um and lorraine you know she comes in she kind of she gives her a kiss um on the cheek which i ain't gonna say it kind of felt awkward a little bit but i mean i think it was i think that's just you know um just like I think that just may have been who Miss Agnes was, because uh, I think she did the same thing to Monk whenever she seen him. Which I mean, that's uh, her son, right? Yeah. But you know, I mean, you know, I I can see older people doing stuff like that. Well, at first I felt it was like awkward, but then as the scene went on, the awkwardness went away. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, and then she <laughs> hit it with a, "I'm happy you ain't white." <laughs> <laughs> um. And then this is when you know he goes back to the house, which I, I was trying, I was like, damn, they because they were going back and forth between both houses, right? That they had the the beach house and their regular house. I feel like I don't think they were just always at their beach house, if I I'm not mistaken, so. right. because because he was at the because Cliff was at the beach house at the end and he wasn't, so he had to be at just the regular house at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he goes across the street, hanging out with Coraline, and you hear Miss Lorraine yelling like screaming. I'm like, damn, oh, I'm like, bro, no. Please no, like I ain't know what it what was supposed to ever happen. But then you go out there and you see, you know, Mama um, is on the beach on the shoreline, um, looking for Lisa, which was heartbreaking again. Uh, which is, but you got to be able. I'm like, at first I thought Maynard was coming out the out the house with his pants down. I was like, okay, so y'all was it? Y'all losing y'all y'all lose y'all goddamn mind. That that was the problem. But That's why you ain't see us <laughs> out the house, Lorraine. We. Because I was sitting there, I was like, wait, what did Maynard get over here? Because I, I was like, so he just came through. Yeah, I mean, he 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 had to, he had to put, apply his pressure. And he did. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was there, got uh, Miss Agnes her blanket because it was cold. I was so scared in the scene because I was just like, if he found her body, 
uh, yeah, I went dark, but I'm always going. There. I was like, if he found her body like on the shore, like she had gotten to the water, I'd have been crying. I'm like, come on now. Yeah, that was that was a that was a tough one. Um, but you definitely that's why they say, you know, we get into the stages, she's gonna need somebody to care for her 24 hours. They have to be able to watch. <clears throat> um so with this, you know, monk, he gets a call to join the New England book, the New England Book Association. Uh, <clears throat> um, and they told him, you know, we gotta you get a you get a good stipend um to do it, but you can also judge people literally and not just figuratively he was like you know what fuck it i mean <laughs> the pettiness just came out i'm like yo monk like chill but i feel like he only did that just so he could say things about Issa's uh character's book you think so yeah i think he was just being like super petty so he was just like i don't think i don't i don't i don't think i don't, I don't think he would have I don't, I don't think that's what he was doing but i do think he got in there so he can shit on some people like i'm better than this like i can do you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm better than this i'm you know this that because he he definitely looked at it because he looked at stuff like it was beneath him um uh, and as as the story progresses he he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't get better um <laughs> uh, so it kind of goes along with that uh, but like I said, we do find out Centara is also on this same exact committee, and they only need some black people because they have not showed enough diversity. So they had to get some some black people uh, on the actual list. And that, that isn't not Jim Crow because <laughs> whatever. Um, what is it? The job, uh, the job thing. We gotta have a gotta have at least one member of minority in the apply for it. Are you talking about affirmative action? Is that still a thing? They just got rid of it. No, yeah. And now yeah. you got motherfuckers complaining that they're not getting picked, or that they feel like uh, they're being. Actually, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just know that motherfuckers is complaining about it, and they're not us. We and then black people is like, "Well, we told you so." <laughs> so I guess uh, why yeah, is it that job. every time we tell people stuff like y'all know that's not how that's gonna pan out, right? They don't listen. Because then, because people think they have this, I, I think a lot of people or a lot of racists feel as if they can be white passing or they're the they're the they're they're a safer <laughs> a safer bet in these situations. So we've been going through it. We don't we didn't have we did we didn't experience this situation. So why would we have why would we have to worry about affirming that's that's more of a y'all thing. No, my nigga, it it's it's a us thing. <laughs> so now we can we can we can we can join forces, or we can continue being divided. And now you now you now you're going through something that you didn't even know you didn't realize you was going that you had to go through. We've been like, I mean, shit, it is what it is. It, and I I wish we had a better a better mindset and said it is what it is. But shit, we've been going through it for this long. Shit, it is what it is. But it should definitely still be fixed. I don't know. It's I a it's a it's a fucking problem. Why is it even yeah. on paper? Why do you even have to put that on paper in order to make sure that we can even get a not even we don't even get the fucking job? Because if we get the job, we was qualified, overqualified. If we got it, nine out of ten, we just have we this fucking paper is just for us to have a conversation to even try to be to even see if we can get in the goddamn door. 
it's so weird to me that people was just like affirmative action was just giving y'all a step up. And it's just like, you know, it was put in place because we were always given a short end of the stick. Now, if it was a situation to where we all had the same starting line, then let's see how it's going to go. But yes, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But <sighs> life going life, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> but uh, Miss Lorraine, she got a date with Maynard. And so, you know, I do appreciate how she handled it because it wasn't, you know, but I also appreciate how Monk handled it. Um, I do think Monk with Lorraine was probably the softest person he was with. Or he that was the the, the person he was the softest with in this movie. Because, uh, yeah. you know, she asked if she can go out. And it was like, because she, well, she cooked it. She, you know, she cooked a little meal, prepare him a little sandwich. She was like, what, what, what do I do this for? You know what I'm saying? He was like, well, I want to go out with man at the museum. He was like, you goddamn right. You do that. I got mama. I ain't got nothing to do today. No way. So, yes, please enjoy yourself. I got this. Uh, but of course, he takes mom to work. <laughs> Take mom to work day. Um, and he leaves him with Robert. Now, I don't know. See, Monk is clearly too wrapped around everything. Like, he, he's not, I don't think he's thinking clearly he, as far as when it comes to it. So, he leaves him on with, with Maynard, not Maynard, but with, with Arthur. And then he goes to the meeting with Wiley. Um, Wiley is pitching a movie, or he's looking to make the book a movie. Um and he tell him, well, she, if I need to be late, I'm gonna let me just let me just let me just be late, Jazz. What did you think uh, of this scene with him and Wiley? Man, listen. <laughs> First, before I get into it, Jason, would you go see Plantation Annihilation? Fuck no. It like, sounds like it's the... it sounds like Janelle Monet movie. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no, it <laughs> and then it sounds like Tales from the Hood <laughs> a little bit with them little we, dolls. We need another one of them. <laughs> It does. I can actually see that being a movie and it being called Plantation Annihilation. Somebody dying with a hair pick or getting de uh, decapitated. My guy. My my guy. Uh, did he say Brad Pitt? No, 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 no. Tom um, Cruise. No, no, no. Bar Ken. Ken. Ken from Barbie. Oh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling getting stuck in the neck with a pick. Afro pick. Uh, man, that'd be sad. <laughs> I guess. But it's funny because soon as Monk got there, he was just like, man, I'm sorry. We in this bougie ass restaurant. My assistant. I'm just sitting here like, like, what is happening right now? And it was funny because he asked me, he was like, so what crime did you do? Was it murder? You said it, not me. <laughs> and like, Wiley is just eating us all up. He was like, yeah, I did a bid. That experience humbled me. And I'm just sitting here like, it's so weird. Like the fetish of somebody that went to jail or a black person that went to jail committing a crime like that fetish that is so strange it's just like it's like it makes the person you know more real i've i've um not you know not going to jail as a fetish but i've had people in my personal life i do feel as and you know very smart educated people i felt like the experience that they had that they went to jail I feel like it's something that they could that 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 they could write or something they could publish um as a book just to show them um you know where you come from to you 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 being able to make it to the tip top you know in the streets you know losing everything 
having to rebuild yourself, go to school, get these degrees. Now you have a, a you know doctorate. Um, after being locked up, losing everything, losing ten years of like as you said, you do when you once you lose that, you don't you don't get that time back. That's ten years you lost. So you like life is moving. So much technology happens within ten years, so you have to relearn everything yeah. that you know that you did know. And like I said, stuff like that, I feel like it'll be it'll definitely be um a benefit, but it's not in the same thing. It's a it's that's your real that's your real story. That's your real situation. It's not a a thing of I'm thinking I'm cool. I'm in the I'm in the street because you know most people kind of like monk. They're hiding that side. They're, they 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 they're hiding that side of them. So when you do that, um, it's hard to be to get accepted. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I think also having somebody with the point of view of this is where I started, went to jail, and then was able to change my life around. Those kind of stories, because it's just like, okay, you saw me at my lowest, but then you see I'm at my highest to where that could be a bunch of people's story and that they can relate or people that's just like, okay, that's half of my story. I'm in between. I I just got out. How do I fix what I have going on? Because mm-hmm. some might have that mentality of my life is already over. And it's like, well, no, you have all of these other people telling their story, how they were able to bounce back with nothing. Mm-hmm. Those are stories worth telling. Mm-hmm. you don't need to hear about somebody's struggle you don't need to hear about dodging bullets or somebody getting shot and all this other stuff it's just like let's see how maybe your circumstances weren't good at first but then you were able to switch things around be introduced to opportunities that helped you to make you better but that's sending a positive message imagine if the black community had more positive messages to where you're not fantasizing about saying oh i like jail blue face what the fuck so when it's just like or it's just you see a lot of stuff online i'm like why are you recording you beating your kid or embarrassing your kid and it's just like all of this stuff are clout and it's like you don't realize what you're doing to that child or to that person because the effects will come later and so like they already survived through a motherfucking pandemic (laughs) so it's like now it's like Surviving a pandemic. Oh, tra- surviving TikTok. I can't wait for that. Those damn documentaries <laughs> when they drop in like two to five years. Man, because TikTok was definitely something that pushed these kids through um, the pandemic for sure. Um, took off, just gave them ways uh, a new, a new, I guess, a new way of being entertaining. And unfortunately, within that, um, you see a lot of the black <laughs> creative stuff was stolen rip per usual and then you know there's this other other set of kids um uh, non-black um used it and they took it out and they took it in it and it was theirs like it, that's what it was deemed to um i do appreciate them going back and showing appreciate to the girl that ate the the k-camp um the girl that the k-camp danced like they went back and they brought her and he put on a, on a tour with him um, there was a way to you know kind of pay her back because it was once she did it, somebody else took it, but they they credited the other person. So that person was the one that got all the views and whatever that works, um, in that field. So, <laughs> um, but like I said, Monk in this conversation or this meeting, um, with Wiley here, the sirens go, you know, and like I said, this is why I said he's just kind of all over the place, um, because why wouldn't Arthur call you if he was your mama? Like that, like come on now. That man call you for everything else. He would definitely call you if your if something happens to your mama. 
I'm like, what is happening? Why? Why would you? <laughs> but I guess what he experienced with her on mm-hmm. the beach. Yeah. So yeah. he was a little jittery. So I, I, I definitely get that. And it's just like, you just don't know. And you just, and everybody else in that building is healthy. But my mama, she might walk off and I need to get there. So I definitely understand like his, the way that he reacted. And plus it was able to benefit him because for that million dollars. No, not 40. It was 40 four. mil. For it was four. the rights. Four mm-hmm. million for the rights of the movie. Would you yeah. sell those those rights, Jason? You got damn right. You got damn right I'm gonna sell it. But then again, I don't know. I probably would ask for a little bit more. Because if you if you if you would just throw four million based on this conversation we had, I know I can get at least I, I can get about I, I can get ten. I could probably get ten. I can squeeze ten, I think. I'm gonna try to go for thirteen fifty. I'm not mad at that. You can definitely if they if they if they throw like when the people threw seven hundred fifty thousand for the book, I can get a million. Yeah, because then the rights equals the rights to a sequel. Mm-hmm. So he could just keep making money off that entire story, just changing it up a bit, and it's like nah. Or so. or would you take um, part right? Like because because it and it I probably because if if a sequel would happen. You kind of get fucked if you sold the rights because you wouldn't get nothing. Right, you wouldn't get nothing for the yeah, because it would just you just get your uh, money and it'll be the end of it. it. So yeah, I probably I probably want uh, I want some some of that I want some of the back end end just for the kind of fuck me and that because I that was doing deals like that, but you only see the you only see white people um get get them type of deals where they get money. Like who is it? Um, what's the what's the boy? What's the boy? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Him. He oh, was Johnny Depp. He got a percentage off the movie. At the the movie sales, not just he didn't get like a contract. He got percentage off how much ever the movie was selling. So I was like, why don't hear about these deals? I mean, <laughs> I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. didn't get too much on the front end of mm. Iron Man. All his was on the back, mm. which you see how because I mean Terrence Howard was making more money than him for that movie, but that's because Robert Downey Jr. was going through some trouble times when he first became Tony. But then we see up. Uh, yeah, out, man. And they brought in Fuck Don him. Cheeto. Fuck him. Hey, you know how I feel about him. He can get he that, can do without it. Get that hate out your heart. <laughs> and then the um the book association, they try to get together, try to see, you know, how they gonna come together for these books. Um, and then Santara was, you know, she was like, I think, you know, we we've done enough to know what you know um, enough to go through these books to see what we need so we could just do like 100 pages um you know read 100 pages and we can kind of determine what what's what um uh, from that and then the other guy who was like but you know i just don't get i just don't understand putting art against art which i understand but at the same exact time i mean it, it is subjective but subjectively, there's probably more people that feels the way about something else. So I, I, so I get it. It's not a, it's not like a competition, like a real competition where you can get out there and you can play, play for that. You know, like you can play for the actual the title of it. But sometimes, I, it, if we can sit down and we watch it, you know what I'm saying? It's if they put together a good team of people. I mean, it's kind of like the awards. Like we're currently in award season. Mm-hmm. They have people that qualify for and they just like, okay, these are the five that we're going to pick. And then this is the one that's going to win. Mm-hmm. Is she black? Uh, give it to him this year. Nah, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Shout out to all the queens that won mm-hmm. at the Emmys. But, and of course, 
all the other ones. Um, but yeah, because I don't remember if the Grammys. We already did the Grammys this year, right? Have we had the Grammys yet? I don't think so. No, no, we no, had no, the no, no. Uh, the Globe. We had the Globe Awards, and then we just had the, the Emmys. Golden, yeah, the Golden Globe, Golden the Globes, Criti- the Golden Globe, the Critic Awards, and now the Emmys just happened on right. Monday. And then I think by the time this episode drops, the Oscar noms list will drop. And then I think yeah. we still have the Grammys and then the Oscars. Yeah, I, I find it funny that they were saying this was the lowest rated on the same Monday where we had two football games. The Emmys was the lowest rated? Yes, the lowest Which rated. Which is crazy because so I was watching both. What? Let's not. We don't need to go down no fucking football. I. I see what you tried to do, nigga. You're I wasn't. Saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing. Even though the Bucks won, but I'm just saying in this in this scenario, they 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 saying it was the lowest rated, and it was like, but it was the most diverse. And it's like, are you trying to say it's because of diversity is the reason that it was the lowest? But I'm like, I feel all like- media is programmed and created for a certain type of dialogue and conversation. Trust me. So that's why I just be like. You know, take a lot of that stuff with a grain of salt. But no, I, I definitely see what you're saying. I thought this past Emmys was great. I thought the show was great. I couldn't get my eyes off of it because I was watching that over the game because it was more entertaining. It was, and the speeches were heartwarming as hell. They Christina were. Applegate's standing ovation. I was crying. Why? What? Why was that? Because she still act. Well, like she's she she's going through no, she's going through uh like medical conditions. Okay, I believe. Okay, so because uh, I'm because I'm like she walking with her. Because I'm like she she on dead to me. I'm like that shit is is actively popping. Like is I think her and um Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye wife. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of her name right now, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, lady to play Velma. If I'm not mistaken. Where you get Hawkeye from? She's the wife in Hawkeye. From the cover, uh, the cup, the Conjuring. The con, no, no, not the Conjuring. She was in the the, the oh. original Scooby Doo live action Scooby Doo. She was Velma. She was also in Legally Blonde. Okay, uh, so I just googled it. Sorry to cut you off, but she was diagnosed with MS in August two thousand and one. Mm. So two thousand and one. Excuse me, 2021. Okay, that makes more sense. Got you, got you. I was like, damn, she moving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 2001 is like a long ass time ago. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. That makes more sense than why I was like that. Because I'm like, damn, she's still actively acting. Like, but okay, that makes sense. Um, so you know, Monk, you know, he goes to the facility and they're trying to get mom together. Um, in there, she kind of upset. Cause they, because I mean, it, that's 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 a hell of a transition. I've never went through that. Um, I can't imagine how going through that would feel. So, you know, everybody's kind of upset, and Lorraine kind of checks the dudes. Like, yeah, she like her sandwich a certain way, so please just do them. You know, do them this way. Like, she this ain't this ain't what she into. Um, and as they're going home, she kind of tells them that she's engaged. And they kind of excited, and she asks Monk to walk her down the aisle, which, like I said, a very sweet, very cute moment. Um, but then this, what, what do you think about that? This warmed my heart. It was so wholesome. Like it was just, and you got Maxine in the back, 
congratulations we're gonna go out she was like no i don't like too much attention on me she's like you know i'm staying humble i'm gonna go back to the crib with my fiance but when she asked him that i was just like wow because obviously she is a very important part of their family because mm-hmm. when cliff mentioned earlier he was like i mean you want to save money you might need to let her go he was like she's family and so cliff was an I, asshole man cliff was projecting a lot and he needs a therapist as well <laughs> but no i i absolutely love this scene and i kind of feel like the relationship that lorraine and um monk had when she was seeing her with um what's my man name uh maynard it kind of made him maybe possibly want that want that person that you can love and that's there for you when he was watching their exchanges and so i was just like well maybe deep down he kind of wants that but he feels like he can't be his whole self um but i don't know i might be reaching uh thinking about that i don't think so I don't think I don't think you're too far off in, with within that with 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 that thought. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but you know this is you know um, Monk gets to meet the the actual head of department of the publishers who's looking at selling that they're, they're looking at buying his book. Um, and they kind of told him you know the buzz is going because of the movie deal so. They want to put Michael B. Jordan on the cover with a do rag, as you, you can see. Um, my guy Monk is dressed up <laughs> um, right here, and he was like, "You know what? I got an idea. I got an idea. I want to name the book Fuck." And it was like, it's "Wait, like, uh, wait, whoa, whoa, what?" <laughs> Arthur was like, "Bitch, if you don't stop playing with me." Like, what are you doing? He's like, is he cause at this point he was like, nah, fuck it. I'm finna blow this shit up because they not there's no way in hell they can go with this. And it's just one of them situations where everything just went right. Like everything was just like, yeah, it don't it doesn't matter. We're gonna push this. And then I'm gonna say, you know, just how much consumer I mean, I guess what consumerism really is, I guess, to a certain extent. Cause like at any point, no matter what he said, what he did, that was like we we pushing this. Like we yeah. we 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 taking the rights and we gonna push this motherfucker. And I think it was the fact that guy pushed him over the edge when they said, we're going to release it on Juneteenth so the black people can go support and then the white people can feel, um, I forgot the term that he used. Conscious stricken. Right. And Monk was like, what the fuck? And it also makes you think, you have people that when they come out with this stuff, there is a team having discussions about it. They know what they're doing. All those times those designers had a shirt that had a little black boy with a monkey on it. That shit wasn't on accident. You had people in the room that signed off on that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, outrage, drama, and anger, depending on what the product is, will push it and will make you money. Every time there is a mass shooting, gun sales go up. After a mass shooting. They have a gun show in Florida, in Tampa, once a month do i go yes because i support the first i support the second amendment because i own a gun and plus i love knives but (laughs) some of them half y'all niggas don't even need no motherfucking gun because y'all crazy as shit but i feel like we need stricter laws but we don't need to go down that road but yes so he was just like um 
We're going to call it fuck. And he said, you know what? That's amazing. Fuck it. Yep. It's going to be fucking amazing. And it was another situation. Like you said, everything lined up perfectly. Monk thought, oh, I can go ahead and end this right here by changing the title. They'll never sign off on it. And they did. <laughs> Man, they, they both of them looked at like, nigga, you said what? <laughs> Um, but of course, you know, Monk, he, because he's hiding inside, he can't even celebrate this. You know what I mean? Like, so he, he's super conflicted, super frustrated with everything that's going on. He's hiding it from his girlfriend hiding it from his brother, his family is, you know, he just, he's just dealing with it. Um, but this is when he makes it home, uh, with Coraline. He, he hear the water going in the, in the backyard. What the fuck is, what, what the fuck is that? He go, he look outside, he see Cliff swimming, having a good old time. But Cliff ain't just having a good old time. He said he came to see his mama. We know that. No, that's not who Cliff is. Cliff is Cliff is not there to see his mama. What did you think about, you know, your, your, the, the scene behind you, young lady? What, what did you think about this scene? <laughs> well, Jason, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> but it kind of showed the playful relationship that they had because Cliff, or excuse me, um, Monk's trying to be all mature. He's like, get out the pool, fool, my neighbors. Cliff, fuck your neighbors. He's like, is this your girlfriend? <laughs> she's like, hey. He was like, well, at least she's not white again. So obviously that was <laughs> an inside joke amongst the family. Mm -hmm. And then when he ended up pulling Monk into the pool, ha, just want to let you know I pissed over there. Would you have beat your brother ass if he told you that? Choked him out, drowned him, right then oh. and there. So out of here. So now you're just a solo sibling. I got. I have a lot of siblings. No, I wouldn't have been but solo if, if I was monk. Oh yeah, monk. yeah, 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 yeah. I would have drowned him in that pool, bitch. You don't get up out of here with that crazy shit. Mm. But I thought the scene, like after them all talking, and of course bringing up their childhood and um like different memories. I thought this scene was pretty wholesome. Like, y'all in the back, playing, drinking a little bit. It's just community, I guess. Like, how did you feel? Mm, I mean, I, I mean, so oftentimes shit just needs to have a conversation, you know what I mean? Because we, we be so into ourselves or into whatever we into, we just don't stop. And all, and all right. the time, and all the time, it's just you could you just stop and like just sit, and like I know you know whether you're religious or not. Oftentimes, mom, they like peace be still, and this is like you got to sometimes you have to sit with yourself. Like you don't, like you just, and this is what Cliff said he was for to do, which we find out later he didn't. But like if you just really just sit down with yourself sometimes and just let let things, because sometimes people like their thoughts, their minds, they don't, they're too afraid of what they may think or what 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 being alone may actually mean for this person and when you if you actually do that you never know what what can come from that even if it's you know i'm unable to at least you understand you're unable to versus you still run into these different things um within that so if you need if you feel you need to and at that point you need to go get the the help or the assistance that you may need um in that so uh monk and cliff being able to talk to each other because they both seem to be hide have had to hide a part of themselves their entire lives or you know shut things down because just for whatever reason 
uh, within that. Because it seemed like Monk did it. He had a great relationship with his dad, but like, well, why didn't he have a good relationship with his siblings? Like, what was the reason that he, you know, he was like that to them? I mean, he shut them out. And so him shutting them out made them closer. But I'm saying, why? There was no, what was his reasoning behind that? Because you cool with your dad. Why would that, why did that matter to them? Like, what, what about that threatening that situation? Could it be a situation, could it be a situation to where he saw potential in having a bond with them, but not really creating one? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Because he seemed to be somebody that's just, trying to see how I can explain it or describe it. If you aren't, no, that might be a reach. I was going to say, I guess if you aren't doing things how he would expect or um, or like expect from you, then it's wrong or it needs to be fixed. But I guess that's not it because maybe he felt like an outsider because he was actually the only one in his family that wasn't a doctor. So maybe Ooh. he felt uh, monk. Monk. Like everybody I mean... else was a doctor. I mean, he's a, he got a PhD. But he's not a doctor. <laughs> but, I don't know, but I thought this scene was very important when you had the exchange between Maxine and Cliff. Cliff mm -hmm. When he said, I've only been gay for five minutes and just him pretty much like finding himself and her showing support. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he had exchanges with people that wasn't his immediate family showing support for him which is something that he needed growing up mm -hmm. and so i thought that exchange was uh very important it, it was it was but um you know next morning they do go see mom they go to go see the mother um and this is where we we kind of you know uh monk is going down 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 um you know he kind of asks him how are you paying for this and then he was like, well, Lisa had some more money lying. Was it? Okay, so I don't think he... Okay, so it wasn't, he hadn't said nothing about his brother yet. So I, I'm thinking Cliff knew. He knew something was happening. Because um, I think it was it was after, at the wedding, he actually told him his dad lied all the time. I don't think it was nothing else. I I, I was thinking it was it happened before that, but at the wedding, oh, gotcha. he had that conversation. He was like, mm, all right, <laughs> whatever you say. Yeah. So and then he went into the room and then this is when Coraline, she kind of, you know, do you, do you think she was out of line? Um, no, but I think he was wild with his response. That would have had me go to the crib. Hoping that he didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess cause she was just like making sure he was good because she knew, she knew. Okay. I mean, I don't know how much of their family business she knows. Like Cliff's not helping with the bills. The power was just off. So she might be like, how are you paying for this? Because if you broke, like, we might need to assess this relationship. Not the bread, not the sister relationship. We can't even <laughs> assessments gotta happen once a month. <laughs> once a month. <laughs> Is that too I once mean, a week? God damn. <laughs> God damn. I gotta reevaluate this nigga every week. The heat every day these days. That's that's not that's not that's not off not off base. That's not off base. But you know, Cliff mom, get Cliff and Miss Agnes, they're dancing. And then she told him I always knew you was queer. And then he kind of looked at her 
and he just walked out like he, you know, upset. And I don't. It's kind of it, I'm not I'm not so I, I can't answer how I would feel in that situation. But I guess in that within that moment, I don't see where the, the frustration or the anger would come from. Cause it, I mean, cause if if he wasn't, then I could I could get it. But like if you were, it was like you know, cause it kind of goes into what he said, what Monk said about his dad. He was like, "Shit, I think he he kind of he kind of kind of knew." Yeah, right. but he doesn't know. And if your mom like sometimes, and that you see it all the time, you see people like I, you know, I always knew, because you know just just how they did that thing. It's but and I guess that maybe that's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I mean, because I mean, because I'm saying, like, it's like you know, you have you know certain things. It's like you know, I get, but I guess it's, but I guess it's like stereotypical. Like until I say I am, I'm not. But like I get that, but like we kind of knew, like you can kind of tell, like behaviors, activities, like we're not bird boxing it. Like we can see. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's just like, for example, if somebody was to come to you 20 years down, 10 years down the line, you married a Latino woman. And they'd be like, the joke I had in my head was crazy. But they'd just be like, I always knew you would end up with a Latino, a Latina, excuse me. Like, would you feel some type of way? That probably wasn't even a good example. I've been giving bad horrible, examples. That was like, a horrible example. Day. I was like, what was that? Yeah, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I mean, but you, you mean like, I mean, so if you go with it, like, or you can say, like, you, I could tell you, I could tell you date white women. You can look at it and be like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's, I ain't gonna say it's a look, but sometimes it is a look. It's, it's a look. But it's, it's not, though. Like, all of y'all do it. No, it's a difference. It's a difference. All it's right, a dear. difference. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I guess if it was like a family member and they just be like, I always knew you would have uh, dated the same sex. Like I always knew you was gay. Mm. I mean, kind of the way his mama did. <laughs> That's yeah, she did. I mean, so, so you, you, have, you have, I mean, you like to them, but I guess, I guess, like, I don't, I don't, but then I guess he, I guess with him dealing what he was dealing with, you know, I guess he was just like, nah, I ain't trying to hear that shit right now. Like, Or maybe if you always knew, how come you never told me? How come you never made me feel safe to be able to tell you and be able to express myself that way? I like that. I like it that. might be something along those lines because it's not like I'm judging you for it, but like, okay, I got a sense, but I'm not going to say that until they say something. And the and Cliff is probably on the other side, like, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know if they can handle it. I'm mm -hmm. not going to say nothing unless they say something. But he probably didn't think they ha had even suspected anything. So it's kind of like that disconnect of communication. But yeah. realistically, like, how strong is the communication in the majority of Black households between a child and the parents, especially if the child is, you know, figuring themselves out of the kind um what path they want to be on, if that makes sense. Because it could possibly be that fear, like, will they still accept me? Because yeah. I'm sure if it's some young black boys or black girls out there, it's like, okay, I want to date different races. How will my family accept me? If you've never had that conversation with them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all have open dialogue, it's just like, yeah, come on. Do what you need. Love who you love. And if you had that kind of conversations happening in your household, then it's like, oh, I can be my 100% self. But if you don't, then it's just like, man, this thing is going to clown me. Yeah. No, or judge yeah. me or stuff like that. You got to pour into your pour into your, your your family, into your kids, your children, and let them know it's 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 okay, it's it's perfectly okay. Um, but you know, Cliff leaves, uh, leaves the house, and tells Coraline that you know this family will break your heart. Um, and you know he kind of goes off into the shadows as Monk comes from the shadows <laughs> as he's on the Kenya Dunstan show. Um, you know, pushing this book. Um, that's out now that's that's going crazy on the sales on the shelves it's selling um it's kind of made reminded me of the, the tamarin hall show i i, I kind of see clips of that yes yeah i got that's, that too that's what it that's what it kind of made me think of because i think they was doing like the book of clarence on there when they were doing that little interview and uh rj silent kind of was you know happy about his, his his current uh wife i think or maybe girlfriend one or two um, but he was on that kind of you know excited um about her um and he was saying that he you know he's on the run um if he if you know and he finds out that the fbi is trying to find his identity and it was like we ain't got to worry about it. they're not gonna give it up because they don't even know who you are and he was like oh shit you know it is what it is <laughs> um but we have the turn, I guess. Like, I'm assuming this is Act Three um, of the movie. I would have to say, uh, or maybe the end of Act Two uh, with Coraline and Cliff. Not Coraline and Cliff. Coraline and Monk are at dinner, and they they're just not talking. What, what did you think? What did you think about this thing? I was she wrong? No, she wasn't wrong at all in this. He was wilding. I'm just no, like, why are you over here projecting all of this for no reason? And she, it just caught her off guard. Like she's just like, I just made dinner for you, and you drinking my wine. And he always leaves her house. Well, about to leave her house, he got a half a glass of wine. He just going crazy. Chug it. <laughs> he got to chug it before he leaves. So it's like you was coming at her crazy because she asked you like, like what's going on? Asked you, did you read the book? You said no, motherfucker. You wrote it, so that means you definitely read it. And she was just like, it was entertaining. He just coming at her crazy. And I'm just like, she was better than me. I would have cussed his ass out. Yeah. Like she gave him a a nice amount of chances, but to like, I don't know. Monk was he was wild. What you think? You got one time the people like me, me. <laughs> one time the people like me, me. And then we go, I'm I'm snapping the fuck out. You know, don't people like me nothing. I don't um, even know why people will pull that card because that just seems like a trigger for anybody. Don't disrespect me like that. Especially in an argument. People like you. Nah, I don't even I, I don't even think I can say that flirtatiously in a statement. Like that just seems nah. That's not my bag. That's just like you never say no. You know, you never been like uh can you say it fight? I don't know. I can think. I'm, I'm, I'm over trying to think. Like, have it been right. flirt, nah. like saying it? Like, people like you, I can tell. I can tell you, you know, certain people like you, I can tell you do certain stuff or not certain, do certain stuff. That's kind of wild. 
But I would just make them stand out. Just be like, I ain't seen nobody that's got the kind of flow you got. You stand out. You unique. Oh yeah, she lied right then. I knew you. Just, <laughs> oh that, God, yes. American Look. American fiction. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a lie. <laughs> Barry, Barry will tell you that fake uh support. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna be like, "Who was Barry?" Mind your business. Mind Man. Business. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Miss Lorraine, she's moving out. Um, she's moving on up uh, with her, you know, with her future husband. Um, you know, Monk kind of gets disappointed. He's like, "You gonna take your apron?" He's like, "I don't fuck with that apron. It was just something that your daddy got." And he was just like, he kind of took, you know, he was like, "Oh, okay." You can kind of ball it up. I, I was like, damn, he kind of kind of get kind of felt the way there. Why would she want to take the apron? At like what's she gonna do even, with that? She about to go cook for her husband. Like maybe maybe she can cook niggas. with the apron. Nah, that's it's <laughs> like that's a work apron. I get it. I get it. This if I get a new if I'm me and my husband, oh I'm getting me a fresh apron. He's getting freshness, like but <laughs> but we also find out that fuck um has been submitted for the literary award and now monk really looking crazy as hell because it's just like god damn i didn't throw dude i've never been acknowledged never even gotten a nominee um now this they get one time one shot this this book is is now a nominee for the the award that i've this prestigious award that i can't get for shit that i actually put my heart and my heart and blood into blood sweat and tears into that's why you shouldn't work too hard (laughs) 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 um but we get ready for the wedding um we make it to the house this is like one of your one of your dreams jazz so, kind of, sort of, but two different men in the kitchen making breakfast. Like, Trevante, Daniel from Insecure, Yaya, should I take Sterling? Bring <laughs> All of them could be in there be making me breakfast. This, this was crazy, though, because I'm like, so, y'all don't know who these two men are. And you sit your mama in the kitchen with them. <laughs> to go find your brother. I said, Monk, what is you doing? But it was funny you could hear a conversation happening because one of them was like, oh, you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> and she, was, she was like, Mom, but this is not the Alzheimer's. They are really in this kitchen right now. Let me go yeah. get let me go get Cliff. Cliff ain't know what was going on. That nigga's Cliff in said, what's up? Like, what you doing room, here? <laughs> in the other room, snorting. He was like, yeah, I went to go get alone time. And he's a long time by definition. You know, it was kind of funny because his sister said the same exact thing. Okay, Mr. Dictionary, Detective Dictionary. I think that's they both, I guess, a little thing in between them. So that was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Um, that they did that. But um, Miss Lorraine walked in. Well, Clip, well, Monk is throwing him out. You know, he got to go. You don't even be around this. We, we'll clean this mess up. You don't even got to clean up. Just leave. Miss Lorraine, like, nah, we no, 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 no. This is family. And she just hugs him um, in that moment. You can see the shame in in Cliff's face. Like, you know, he was embarrassed um, with that. But I think he had to face that as well. That was something he had to face because he he keeps running uh, from these different moments or different situations. And he in the same same exact time, he's telling Monk, you know, which he kind of admits it later is, you know, he's he's kind of hiding himself 
in that because he said he was going to leave, but clearly that nigga he going whatever he going through, he going through it pretty pretty tough. Um, so, so the exchange between Cliff and Lorraine, to me, it was more so he was getting that acceptance. Mm-hmm. I agree, and it's just like he's getting it from so many people that's not from his direct family, and with him messing up, having them men in the house half naked. Not mad at that. I know why Lorraine hugged him. I peeped game, sis. You saw that <laughs> chocolate bar and you said, let me get a touch of that in front of my husband. Before I cross before, before I cross before I uh jumped the broom. Before I jumped the broom. And she gave him a strong hug. I felt that. <laughs> he probably was smelling all on his chest. But this scene was just like it just seemed so important because I know, well, I don't know, but you're familiar with like the whole stigma of black gay black men in the community. Hmm. And so just seeing it, because I mean, we reviewed like P Valley and the things that we discussed in those reviews. Hmm. And so just seeing it here, the acceptance, the love, the support, I thought was very important for this movie. And then when you got the two guys in the kitchen, they was like, you want some breakfast? And Miss Lorraine was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Cause they hmm. was just like, no, you ain't gotta leave. Go ahead and make that breakfast. Mm -hmm. to where you see two different communities coming together and I think seeing that is very important and it just it carries a lot of like positive weight and so this movie had a lot of like hidden gems or maybe not hidden gems but large gems so mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like the way Maynard said he was like you know it's easy to deal with people they, when they're not your family and Monk said well I regret to inform you um, in a few hours this will be yours as well right um, you know, we get to the wedding, beautiful wedding ceremony on the beach. Um, you know, they tie the knot, they throw the bouquet. Do you you go crazy for the bouquet when it get thrown like Cliff? No. If it's <laughs> not in my vicinity, I'm not I'm not doing all that. But it's yeah. never my vicinity. So I'm just like, oh, I guess my guardian angel over there swapping that shit out, like <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, right. My cousin, he went crazy for the whatever. I think the garden, whenever whatever they throw. Yeah, I was like, nigga, what the fuck? He like he in a football game. I said, I lost your goddamn mind. Do you want to get married? Like you, not the marrying nigga. Like, mm, might have been somebody that he was trying to show off for. <laughs> Shit, I don't know who. Nobody was there, but um, but we got a I think a much needed conversation between Cliff and Monk. Uh, where they finally sit down and he kind of told him, you know, um, we asked him, you know, if he, he piss off, um, uh, oh crap, what Maxine, Maxine, um, he, you know, he kind of admitted and he said, you know, I, a part of me just wishes that, you know, I could have told dad that, you know, that I was gay. And then he came to him and he, you know, he said, well, I think he assumed, he said, yeah, but th that's not enough. Like, because in that situation, me being able to tell him, you know, at that point is that's me being able to let him know. And whether he accepted me or not, that that would have been able to me to say it. And it kind of makes me sad that I'll never be able to get get that moment. And he said, what if he didn't accept you? I said, well, I mean, at least it's the real me. And he said, you know, and that would have been some relief in that moment. And then you know, Monk, you know, he kind of told me, "Say I don't, I don't get it, but people want to love you, bro, and you, and you not accepting of it." 
um, in that moment. I kind of spoke about it, you know, last week on the uh, say the last day because I'm I'm the same exact way. Like it, and I don't I don't know. It's it's a it's a I don't know because I don't know if it's a thing that you know growing up not receiving because it's not that I don't I don't think I didn't receive love right. I, it's like it's it was I think it, it was just different. And I think when it comes to having different kids, they had three different kids. Uh, you know, um, a son, a, a gay son. Uh, you have a, a daughter, and then you have this. You know, this son that's very close to the dad. I think they they all needed to be loved very differently or shown different things. Uh, but what did you think about the brothers having this this conversation? I thought it was very important, and it was coming from a very genuine place and space. Because you think about the people in this movie that actually knew deep down who Monk was. His sister, he lost her already. His brother, of course, even though they grew apart to where Monk wasn't checking on him, especially when he was going through his divorce. And so normally it's the people that are close to you that will tell you about yourself, which I think is important to have people that are honest and true around you that will tell you like, look, you fucking up or you doing this wrong. They're going to call you out. And so I love this exchange. And Sterling K. Brown, boy, that man can cry on a whim. Because it's like his <laughs> mannerisms, and they get a lot of shots of his face and his expressions, but like his mannerisms when he's wiping his eyes and he's just using his hands, like I just couldn't keep my eyes off of him. And I don't know if it's because of his movements or because he didn't have a shirt on. Oh, no, he had a shirt on right here. He did. So it was definitely his movements. <laughs> so I just, and it's good to see Black men in a very comfortable space expressing their emotions. Mm. This is the kind of stuff I want to see in more films and in more movies. I don't need to see you committing a crime. I don't need to see you having no drama. I don't need to see you stressing. I don't need to see you struggling. I don't need to see, like, where you're opening yourself and being comfortable in that space. Because I know I've had conversations with you of like, Jason, how do you and your male friends create that safe space? Because women, we go to each other and we speak on things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that space is something maybe most men find more difficult to create because you just like, I mean, I want to go to my homeboys, but it's always that tough shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but. So which one? which one hit more for you? Um, Lil Murder talking to Uncle Clifford at the end of season two or this scene here? Oh, I wish you would have told me you was going to ask this question because I haven't seen P-Valley in years. It's been so long. <laughs> I don't remember that conversation. That was very, I think that was very impactful. And I hate stuff like that doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. Um, like I said, you 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 see them do for some whatever reason. There's 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 predominantly white shows that don't get the love or recognition that they deserve as well. But these black shows don't like snowfall. Um like that would that's crazy. Snowfall um, ain't get it just hit me. So Snowfall wasn't nominated for any Emmys? Mm-mm. None. Mm-mm. Um, yeah no exactly um but i mean at the same time when we talk about quinta brunson who won best lead in the comedy 
Um, the last person that won that was 40, last black woman that won that was the only black woman that won that was 42 years ago. And this was Miss um, Wheezy and the Jeffersons. Um, I hate, I don't know her, her, her real name, but I will um, make sure I put something up to, 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 to say that. But um, yeah, so you got, yeah, I mean, every, every time when it comes to the last, it's always, oh man, this is the, like we, for me to be almost 34 you hearing this is the first the first the first black why am i still hearing the first black in 2020 anything that's that's kind of crazy it's kind of wild and like for quinta to, quinta to even say like the torch was passed to me from uh from uh damn to cena arnold and uh damn what's what's gina's real name uh tisha campbell Tisha Campbell, like for them to, for Martin to never be nominated for an Emmy, how? Shit, like, like I said, it's just it's things like that. Like we, we, like I said, we don't get the recognition um, in any of these things, and like we are expected to go into them, like just go into it, like okay, so now we get recognized, now I can play ball with no fuck y'all. I want to make sure when I come up in these moments or getting these things, I recognize me, my people, things of these nature. So when you see these people go up and they make these speeches and they make nigga, yes, because all the different ceilings we got to break through. We got to break through ceiling after ceiling after ceiling after ceiling just to be fucking recognized. We're not even talking about get an accolade. I'm just saying to be recognized in this in this space or in these different things. Like, nah, this shit that that's 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 mind blowing uh, when it comes to it. So then when you come when you see three black sisters win predominant like the win a role like that. It's fucking amazing because then you got I have I have black girl I have key I have black kids like when it comes to it like nigga you can like y'all can do. Like if this is what you want to do, you can do it. Anytime my kids say they want to do something, like yeah, get, let's let's shit. What what we need? Let's 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 put it together. Let's see what you know, as far as when it comes to it. If you know if I can do it, Mama can do it. We can definitely make sure we can get you to whatever it is you want to. Um, the best the best of our knowledge or the best of our abilities. But it's just like the like just seeing shit like that. Them not you know not seeing somebody else. you you can't even talk to the person before you because it wasn't the person before you that's that's ridiculous but yeah and i could see if it was like not no projects drop not no good projects but it's just like a lot of people posted it was just like so you mean to tell me nothing for living single nothing for insecure nothing for girlfriends nothing from the game and it's just like everybody know who tasha mack is and so it's just, it's like, y'all will sit up here and tell me one thing, but I can see a history of records of, it's just like, ain't no way y'all gonna sit up here and say Snowfall shouldn't have been nominated. The fact that P-Valley has not been nominated blows my mind because P-Valley, it's, to me, I feel like P-Valley is one of those shows you wouldn't think is as good, but that shit is fire the message, the performances. Like, before even starting P-Valley, did you know any of the actors in that outside of uh, Isaiah Washington? No. I don't think so. No. Mm -mm. And now you look at them. Exactly. They show up on socials. You already know who they are. And mm -hmm. it's just... It's unfortunate, but I will say congratulations to the ladies that recently won. You deserved it. 
And then you have, you got BET trying to make up for all the fucking, the lost times, the lost things that the people not receiving. There's only so much they can do. Because you can't, you, you're, you're not allowed to give every single person um, an award. And then we, we, you know, be on the internet making a mockery of those. Like, you know, when it comes to the awards that we have. So it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a tough, it's, it's tough. And like I said, it's not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the right way to go about this, but when it comes to black TV, white people ain't white. I don't, I just don't see, you know, white people watching black TV. You got to kind of have a, a crossover. But appeal. they do. They do. They watching power. They was watching insecure. They was watching all of this. It's the people that's making the decisions in those Academy mm. spots. Those are the folks that need to be switched up and changed up. You need to alternate them. Those are the people because these shows are getting the viewership that they need. The fact that a lot of folks, and I recently saw this and I want to get back on the movie, but I just want to say this. Robin Thielen was the creator of a black lady sketch show. She went to awards recently. She took some pictures, posted online. People was like, who is she? How does like, who is this lady? And I'm sitting here like, how do y'all not know who she is? She got a show on HBO successful show. They have a number of noms and awards won. She's had a long list of actresses show up on her series. Like season one was fire. Angela Bassett, Viola Davis. Um, Quinta was one of the main, like it's just the list is so long. And she of course worked with Issa. Issa mm -hmm. was like, Issa, she went to Issa's like, I got an idea for a show. Issa's like, oh shit, let's do it. Issa talked to HBO for her to get her show. And I will, I can't, I hope they get another project together. I think both of them great, funny, and they put more black sisters on in position behind the camera or behind the pen telling stories that, you know, black women can relate to and that we can laugh at. And so I just think it's representation matters mm -hmm. and it's bigger than maybe what we see it as, but the young kids, when they was rolling up to Issa, because I saw a video recently, they was like, you're back, Barbie. You was the president. I I had tears running down my eyes. Not really. In my heart, I did. They was running down my eyes because I was just like, look at those little girls saying a black Barbie president. Mm -hmm. Jason, I didn't see that shit growing up. I'm 29. So I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> I, I'm, I love for the little kids to see that. It's amazing. But back onto the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we have this, you know, the 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 team has gotten back together. They're trying to decide what's going to be the number one, the number one book that's going to get this award. Book. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, the white guy, he kind of says, I found it simplistic in language of the gutter and not of a graduate thesis and it's just like bitch what like i don't know why they did they they man i, I probably would have went off like bitch what what the fuck is that supposed to even mean like because it's because what Be because it's not what you how you speak you know how you talk like motherfucker these people still go through something so language of the gutter um but we have finally have that 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 long-awaited uh monk in Sintara conversation jazz how did you feel about how how this was handled i feel like monk went about it the wrong way because if you're gonna go against a writer and ask him uh about a book first and foremost please read the book first 
He read excerpts. He saw headlines. He heard her read a paragraph from the book. Not saying that the rest of the book wasn't probably like uh, what she had read, but at least show the respect of I read your book to try to get more context. Um, I got a lot of his points though, because he made some very good points. But I think in the battle in the end, Issa won. What do you think? Was it a battle? I don't. I don't know if it was a battle because I it feel like they, like they I... was a bit going toe for toe. That's what I got in my notes. I have Monk and Sitaro go toe for toe, and I got a picture <laughs> of a foot. <laughs> That's a joke. I feel to say this motherfucker here. So I get it. Like I, I definitely get it on both sides. I get it on both sides. Like yes, I do want. I we do want more from our people. Um, but I also get feeding the market. So if there's a market for it, that don't necessarily mean you have to play to the market. But at the same exact time, if I know what the market is and I have the product to feed the market, why wouldn't I feed myself? Like, if I could take care of my family, take care of myself, why wouldn't I? Like, I have to go about it a different way because you say there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. So your way isn't, you've done it your way. It's clearly not working. Like, you're a struggling writer. I've done it my way, and this is what's working for me. That's, I mean, so that's, that's with anything um, that go on now. I mean, you have things like Tyler Perry. Yes, that I don't agree necessarily like i said once upon a time it was it could have been something but it hasn't it hasn't evolved it hasn't nothing has changed within that it's the same exact thing same exact story none of that so i would i would love to see a person i I would love to see a person's growth but again he understands his market so that's what he markets to it's not for me to understand cool i don't have to hate it i don't have to say shit about it I'm moving this way. Like I said, once upon a time, yes. But once you start to learn more, you do more, you learn more, you do better, you grow all of these different things. And that's not to say that he hasn't had projects later down the line. Like the, the Jazz Man Blues, like I said, that was a hard watch. But I do feel like that was a good, I do feel like it was a, a pretty decent watch that come from Tyler Perry. So that's not to say that he can't, but he definitely goes the other way, which is just like with Monk. Monk could do another thing, but he's just so stuck in his own way. He wants to be able to do that. And oftentimes people that get they get stuck, they get lost. They get they never they can never catch up to what's going on because you just want to do what you and like I said, that's not to say that's not a bad thing because there's somebody there's a market for it. There's somebody that can deal with it, but it may not be what you want from it. Like so it may you may not get the grand um celebratory moment that you have from it. But you think he was? You think he was out of pocket for coming to hurt his way? Um, yeah, because he did the you people thing again in that conversation. Um, he's he's gonna take because she told him well, she told him it was soulless. Don't take offense, but how is your book different? And then he mentioned something about he he said something to the same effect of uh, I think people like you and people um. Uh, Oh, that's it. We are more than this. And there's so many writers like you that can't envision us without a white boot on your neck. So she have slapped this bitch ass. How do you say that and think they're not going to be offended by that? 
Because it's one of the things to where it's just like you want to say your truth when it comes to somebody, but when somebody says their truth about you, you fold in a bitch manner. Mm. And it's a problem. So, yeah. Mm. And then we have another writer come in. Like, what y'all talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, when they, you know, they get outvoted per usual. There's not enough, not enough niggas in the room to be able to 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 keep this from happening. Um, so of course that book it wins. Um, the you know the story, and of course he tries he tries to reach out to um, Coraline, but she's not answering. It looked like she was about to, but then she didn't. Man, you see, that's he, such a great feeling. <laughs> that's such a great feeling where you just like doop doop doop. Nah, nigga, I'm not responding. And just leave it on red the whole night. You gotta have your read receipts on though. Choose all the violence. But he reaches out to her, then they go back in. That's when they vote on it. But then he also went to go see his mom. Mm-hmm. And he asked her, he was like, Did you know dad was cheating? She said, He was never a good liar. And she was just, he asked, like, Why would you stay? He would have been lonely without me because geniuses don't know how to relate to other people. And so she said, that's how your father was. And that's how you are. She said, that's how you are. Well, she said, uh, genius are lonely. They can't connect with the rest of them. You've always been hard on yourself. Cliffy. So I wonder was that really about Cliff? Oh, shit. I, so I wondered, like, was that Alzheimer's or was that the truth? It's kind of, I don't, I don't, I wondered it. Because I, I was like, she didn't say his name. She did say Cliffy. Oh, shit. So I, I always wondered. That. So I always wondered, like, I not always wondered, but since I've seen it, I'm like. Here go, Jason. I saw the movie six months ago, and I've been wondering since then. Like, nigga, it's only been out a month. Not even that, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I want. Do you think she? You think it was one of the, another mix up, or do you think she really was talking? Thought she was talking to Cliff in that. Movie? It might have been she was talking to Cliff. Mm. That could have definitely been it. Because he was going through the same exact thing on his own side, though. You know. Mm. Damn, like the dialogue in this. Ooh, amazing script. It is definitely, definitely but, a great, definitely a script. I think they won a, a Critics Award for great, a great uh, for the good screenplay. Yes. Um, but you know they get to the award ceremony. Which ending was your favorite out of the three that we were presented? Ah, uh, I would have been cool with the second ending. Um, when of it course. when the uh love story. Know, yeah, the little the little love story. He goes to the house and it just it fades out um in that. But I love the little meta ending. So it kind of you, you don't know what the fuck was really going on, what really happened, which I, I, w- I would have to assume this was a real thing. But he was pitching a movie the entire time because of whatever the relationship didn't work or he wasn't sure if it was going to work. Um, but the fun, of course, the funnier one is him getting killed in the end like that. That, that, was, that was definitely the funniest to me. I wasn't laughing at that black man getting shot. Absolutely I not. I was more so voting on the one where it was a cliffhanger. 
He said, but uh, he said, he said it's a, but it's an award. It, it, it's, a, yo, it's an award. You Issa like, no, wait. <laughs> I'm like, come on, y'all. And I didn't think they was going to show us him getting shot the way that he did. They said, fuck it. Shoot it look, his it look, ass it look, all it the look, way up. It looked low budget, though, when he was getting shot. I was like, this shit too funny. I think they did that on purpose. Did you see how I his did. leg was sitting there? I did. Yeah, I agree. Motherfucker look like Widow. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what? At what point did you just twist your leg? Maybe he, maybe he was falling. His legs start, you know, going the other way. But yeah, that shit. That was, I was laughing. I was laughing, but nothing. But while it was hilarious, he was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I need, I need something else." So what's in there? Be we don't want no. We don't want. It's not a book. We don't need that ambiguity ending. We need, we need a, we need an actual ending. He gets smoked. Something real. That's a y'all. That's their favorite thing. Everything is real. Like, what the fuck is? What the fuck do you know about real? They love seeing us get our asses shot up. He got you smoked. Know. You mean that's to tell the me ending? Like a love story don't happen to us. It does. We oh. ride off in the sunset. Not on, not on, not on Queen of Slim. Um, Your favorite movie. <laughs> but you know the brother pulls up to get his brother. Um, he so he said, "How you know? How did it go?" He's like, "I think it, I think it went well. We we got it." Unfortunately, we got it. And he's like, Yeah, I hope I wonder who's gonna have playing me. He said, Oh, oh shit, you, you didn't know? It's gonna be Tyler Perry. I was like, <laughs> I said, Brother, the shots that they was taking that dude, man. They got a movie about him coming out soon, too. I ain't gonna see that shit. I'm saying it. I bet you are. Jason, like, it was so entertaining. I laughed. But did you find it interesting when they were driving off? You saw the actor in slave clothes. He was gonna look at him and he waved at him. He was just like, "Damn, still, you know, it's this. They still pushing this." But see, the thing is, you can create a story where we end in a positive light. That's not what they want to see. They want to see us get killed, us get shot, struggling, all of that. To where it's just like. We need to look outside of media to see reflections of ourselves, mm-hmm. which is why I think it's important to like list reading black authors and things like that, because you're not being distracted by the additional media attention that it might be given. You're reading the words that that author created. And so like the media creates a narrative. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, cre- you shouldn't believe a narrative that's being created basically is what I'm saying. Because it can be altered, and especially if you see the people behind the mask that's creating this. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all, man. But that is the end of American fiction. And of course, the reason we come together, Jazz, is was it good, though? Yes. Absolutely loved it. As far as whatever we, what date it is, we're in January. 10 out of 10, my favorite movie of 2024 as of today. Yes. Hmm. I've seen a couple of movies this year, new movies. So I, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Uh, Book of Clarence, it's out. Um, ISS, it comes out here soon. So that'll be the next, um, I, you know, add to my list. So we'll see. Hopefully I can add to my list. Let me say that. 
was it good though it was i definitely enjoyed it definitely enjoyed it the cast the script it was like i said perfect balance <laughs> this nigga here you're sick <laughs> you're sick who is your link of thrones man oh lord uh my link of thrones i am going to do she recently just had a birthday queen Issa ray and i am going to say my link of thrones is i'll pick one of the movies that she was in last year i will do barbie which we also reviewed check that out we did. We did. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go with Miss Lorraine. Miss, I'm gonna steal my daddy today. Miss Myra Lucretia Taylor from Atlanta. She was Ern's mama. Oh shit! That's a good one. I gotta get back on why we do a Link of Thrones. I'm over here looking at motherfuckers who everybody gonna know. Like, I gotta get the gems in it. All right, I'm about to get back on my game. Oh, mm-hmm. she was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. She's also in the Big Sick, Unfaithful as well. But, you know, um, I'm definitely riding with Atlanta. So let me let me cheer. Let me cheer. Okay. Me cheer. Right. You acting like all the extra shit. Like, and you know the rules. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but um, we didn't drop any people's thoughts for this because it was a newly released film. Man, hard and to fucking find. Depending on where you are, I guess. Man, I don't know what's going on, but please go see this film. Beautiful. A lot of talent. They acting. Um, shout out to uh Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, doesn't it? Jeffrey Wright, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Michael Case, Michael Case, Sterling K. Brown. Sorry, um, yeah, they 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 put it together, they did it, they did a great job with this film. I was definitely um had this on my list to watch last year, so yeah, it was definitely good. And I just want to say some of the awards that they were able to achieve at the Black Real Awards, they won Outstanding Screenplay. Uh, shout out to uh, Cora Jefferson. And then the Critics' Choice Awards, you had uh, Cora Jefferson also won Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, and I feel like I had another one. I don't. But there are some things pending. Hopefully, get some more awards coming their way. Um, they're saying he's going to be, they're saying Jeffrey's going to, Jeffrey um, is supposed to be included in the, Oscar or Academy Awards for Best Lead Actor, and Sterling is supposed to be Best Supporting. So supporting. That's the. I mean, that's that's the that's the buzz. We we'll see. Had nothing has been um put out yet, but if so, that's a that's a big one. Um, does Court have any anything else out there like that he's done? Uh, I don't have anything up in front of me. I uh, do now. Court. Um, he has written. Uh, he did some Survivor's Remorse, oh, okay. um, The Master of None, um, The Good Place, and he did The Watchmen okay. with uh with Regina Hall. Oh, okay. Not Regina Hall, King, Regina King, and she just had a birthday too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay. Shout out to shout out to that queen now, but yeah. Uh, I don't think we had an agree to disagree for this one. No, I think we would have went with the book, but you kind of said you would have did it too. So, I, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I think I would have pushed on that, but I didn't. That's about it. That's about it. Man. But 
I think that's it um, that we had. Just been a long episode. Didn't think it was going to be this long, but, you know, we get to talking. We fucking chopping yeah. it up. Um, <laughs> but then this. Uh, so, uh, I think that's it, man, that we got. What do we? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it that I can that I can think of. Did you have any final thoughts or something? Uh, nah, we got Book of Clarence next week, so keep a lookout for that. And then we have a nice uh collection coming for February. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just please be sure to like, subscribe. Definitely any kind of feedback you got, drop it on our episode. Streaming on Spotify, Apple, and visuals are on our YouTube. So. That's all I got. That's it, man. I'm. I keep pushing this off, but next episode it's at the top. I, it's at the top. It's at the top because it's at the top. Just do it sure. during a live episode. I could. I could. You right. Um, and then by the time this post, it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Go <laughs> to the live episode last week. Yeah. Um. But man, this was episode eighty-five, American Fiction. Um, was it good though? Yes, please. If you can, if you can get to this movie, see this movie, definitely see it. Um, two great movies in theaters right now, led by Black people. This and Book of Clarence with Lakeith Stanfield, amazing, amazing. Um, this is the Was It Good Though podcast. I'm Jason. I am Jazz. Deuces. Cheers. Talking ass nigga. She like, yeah, that that, that screen kind of molly there. You need to wipe that. What does that mean? Hell if I know. I'm not a slave. <laughs> What's your grandma? I'm sure your grandma wasn't. No, nah, you know she what? wasn't. But it sounds like it's some it's just sound like some slave shit though. Uh <laughs>